Ooh. All right, microphone check. One, two. Microphone uh, check. One, two, one, two. Testing HIV. Who has it? Uh, oh, shit, my bad. Wrong. Testing. Uno, dos, tres. Yes, I am a tad bilingual. See, si, see, si, senor. <laughs> All right, I guess I'm coming in good because I can hear you pretty good. Oh, man. What is good, great brother? What is good, man? Man, we ain't had. I swear we ain't had a conversation like this since my since my last well the birthday that I had last year not this birthday. <laughs> I remember that. I remember that I was being a fat boy going to get some ice cream, and I remember we was on uh we were on the um on the Instagram thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we never like did like a official show. First of all, before I uh, ramble again, I want to thank the host, Mr. CEO, for having me on this very platform. It is a blessing to be here. I'll praise the most high. Oh, oh. CEO, I couldn't, I can't hear you. Just remember, bring that up with a fork and set it in the boat. Oh, where'd you go? Oh, uh, I hear, I hear noise. Hey, can you hear me now, brother? Yeah, I can hear you now. Ooh. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was saying that. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna introduce this, brother. Man. This is uh, this is like this is Goku and Vegeta. This is peanut butter and jelly. This is, uh, this is Raul and Ken. This is uh, Stephen A. and Shannon Sharp. Except I don't glink, and this brother had hair. So, so this is a uh, uh, great. Hey, I'm gonna throw this. I'm gonna throw another one at you, since according to the current storyline, they're bros now. Scorpion and Sub Zero. <laughs> oh, so which one am I? My Scorpion or my Sub Zero? Uh, well, since you're you have Cold in your name, I'll let you have Sub Zero, and I can be Scorpion. Yes, that's all I want. That's all I want, bro. Thank you, man. Come here. And my size, I'd be using that in my uh, in my matavils whenever I get a sack or a tackle for a loss. Come here. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dang, man, dang, you keep going away. Where'd you go? Spotify on dirt. Something's on dirt. It may be my connection. Can you hear me? Mm-hmm. You're you're coming in good now. Okay, I'm gonna try to slip right here. Um, this is but, this is NTE and CEO undisputed. The first of many installments. I like how you put that many in there. You you ensure that there's gonna be more than one. Hey man, hey man, you know how we get down, man. I just, I just think like, man, with like how we talk and how like-minded we are, I just think, man, one episode won't be enough. To be honest with you, no, it's not, especially with my big mouth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying that you know, you, you know, you ever wonder why I relate to Pac in some ways? I'd be like, I got a big mouth too, <laughs> or like Pac said in the interview, my big mouth, <laughs> <laughs> my big mouth. <laughs> And then he said, I can't help it. I talk from my heart. I'm real. And I'm like, totally me. 
That's the MF and goat right there. That is the MF and goat. So, yeah. Oh yeah, we gonna we gonna we gonna put the rap portion of this to the side. Uh, we gonna go ahead and get to what um, the original undisputed has at the forefront. We are gonna get to the sports, baby. So, what do you want to talk about first? You want to talk about the uh, NFL, the NBA, boxing? What you want? What you want to get into first? Oh, you just disappeared again. Shoot. My first choice is NFL because I feel like everybody in America watches it, but I don't know what CEO's going to pick. Oh, man. Where'd he go? Can you hear me, brother? Yep, you're in. Okay, okay. I think I know why he's doing that. If I, like, go out again, just let me know. Yeah, I'm going to keep saying stuff, too. Like I said, I have a big mouth. But um, but as far as like what I wanted to talk about, I think since the season just ended, I think I want to talk about basketball first, though. Fair enough, fair enough, because I was thinking like we can give uh, we can give like each team like, you know, what I'm saying grades throughout the sea, grades throughout the season. And like, you know, I'm not sure if the NBA draft is all the way over yet. It should be. That's one thing I need to do, man. I need to keep up with the drafts better, to be honest with you. Yeah, me too. I, I was slacking on the draft. Maybe that can be like something we could do next episode, hand out draft grades. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that since, sounds good. Since we gotta do we gotta do our like whole complete research, but you know, we could just focus on the 30 teams now, you know, the state of each team and like give them grades based on the season. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, do we want to go from the winners on back, or do you want to start with the losers first? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. we should always start with the winners because I just want to put this just put this little disclaimer out here: we do not award losers. We do not award losers. That's for sure. Because you don't get we don't give participation trophies. Right. You just don't get credit for going to the team's house. You can kill the deal too. You know what I'm saying. Right. You don't you don't get credit for staying in an engagement too long for you to allow a breakup. You get credit for actually putting the ring on if she a good woman. <laughs> yeah. I want to give a good shout out to the organization out there in the city of Mile High and Snowy Mountains. The Denver freaking Nuggets, man. Yes, sir. Denver Nuggets. Denver freaking Nuggets. They did the doggone thing. They knew the advantages they had. They knew they were the best team in the league going into that. And they took that mentality and got over the hump for their first championship. Congratulations, Denver. Something Carmelo Anthony and Alex English failed to do. Oh, oh man. Nikola Jokic did that. Oh, man. I got to take a shot. Jamal Murray did that. Well, hey man, hey man, look, man, don't, hey man, look, Melo's my guy, man. That was my guy growing up, man. Don't take a shot at Melo, bro. <laughs> Melo's my dog, man. Oh, I think we lost the him. Hey, brother, you still there? Oh. Oh no! Yeah, I'm gonna just keep talking. Hopefully, uh, 
we can get reconnected. I don't know what's going on. It seems like the the powers that be are hating on this great collaboration that's going on right now. Um, they they, they on our butts. Okay, okay, there you go, there you go. Okay, okay, man. So, see, they they don't they don't they don't want this to happen. They really man. don't. The original fifteen man has got as far as the West Finals and loses in like what six seven games, and then. Mm-hmm. Nikola Jokic comes out, has first round failures, has second round failures, has third round failures. You know what I'm saying? Even got swept in the third round. Even got swept for them to come back years later and pull off this. Yep. You got to give credit where credit's due that. Shout out to Michael Malone, too. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. You know what I'm saying? Without that coach, man, they, they wouldn't be able to pull it together. And then, like, you know, it seemed like the NBA kind of knew that Denver was the best team in that whole entire playoffs. And that's why I felt like watching the games and the sequences, you know, I felt like the league was trying to collude and trying to either stretch the series to make more money or le- legit try to make them lose. And I feel like Denver knew it. And then they just kept fighting. They kept finding ways to win, you know? Absolutely. <coughs> you I, remember absolutely. One, I remember one game in particular where, uh, you know, like especially game four of the West Finals, it was plainly obvious that they were trying to get hand the game to the Lakers. The rest were trying to hand the game to the Lakers. I don't know how many, like, uncalled travels, uncalled fouls that the Lakers had. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Man, I'm so sorry. I hope the Lakers don't even win another championship. Sorry, Pops. I don't mean to disrespect Pops. I know that. Man, I can't stop. It's not even the Lakers, bro. It's, it's, man, it's just LeBron, bro. And like, and like you said, man, like I said, I'm not going to take the Denver Nuggets. I want to give them the credit first and foremost. Um, you know, Lukic definitely has or is and the player in the league currently. Mm-hmm. I think it's still well. I look at it like if you, um, like it depends on what you need that kind of like that more of a faster pace, faster defensive type of um, defensive type of game that you see more towards runners. But if you like mm-hmm. actual system ran, actual style, uh, style of you know, you'll be, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 what that's what attributed the most to Denver's success. Like they had a legit system that maximizes every player's skill. You know what I'm saying? What coaches are supposed to do is put players in a position to succeed through the scheme. That's what separates good coaches from mediocre to bad coaches. That and their ability to adjust. Mm-hmm. That's why you know Monty Williams and. Uh, Coach Bud, you know what I'm saying, didn't last past this season because of failures to adjust. Yeah, I'm glad we'll you get said to those things. And I'm glad you said that, too, because Coach Bud, he was on, honestly, that championship that they mentioned a few years ago. Like, that really saved him. It's it's like the game plan, the ranking adjustments, like, the books, I'm not experiencing the books, but they do have good players, Dan Jonas, Chris Bennington, Drew Holiday, Brooklyn Pez, but 
it's like you don't really run a system. Like if we actually break down the offense, like what's their half court system or half court system? Yeah, hey brother, it sounds like you're going in now. Like, are you still like speaking clearly into the mic, or are you waving it around? Oh yeah, oh yeah, I'm I'm, I'm calling you right under like right to me, yeah, right under your right under your neck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's correct. Okay, okay. I think it'll. I think it. Uh, I think what'll solve that problem is like maybe moving the mic just a tad closer to your mouth. Like, hold on, let me see the difference. Like, you hear my voice now? Does it sound a wee bit louder? Yeah, yeah. It does. Now it's away from my mouth. Am I still clear? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You still clear? Alrighty. Yeah. I try moving it a. You. It might annoy you because you gotta hold it, but try moving it a little closer to your mouth. All right. And that's better. the wrong button. Yeah, that's better. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll just hold it like this. Yeah, you're cutting out less. Um, if you're cutting out, uh, I'll uh, I'll advise you to move it closer. Okay, okay, that sounds good. There's, yeah, oh, there's my steak. I'm up in the kitchen doing this, so uh, I'm a, I'm a wee bit distracted, but I'm gonna still stay uh, on tablet. <laughs> that's all good, man. That's all good, bro. Yeah, I'm trying to get my rice bowl ready with the with the steak. You know what Ooh. I'm saying? Man, what about that, bro? Mm, sorry, there was only one bag of success. There was only uh, one bag. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, great brother. Uh, I'm gonna throw a li- I'm gonna throw a little bit of sugar, just a little bit, not too much. Oh man, hey, put the sugar. Ah. Well, 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 am I am I, am I triggering you? I'm sorry, great brother. I'm, I, I don't mean to trigger you. <laughs> no, now I'm put some Himalayan pink salt, and a little bit of pepper, just a little, just a dash. Man, that sounds. Man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be like Pac on uh on Poetic Justice, but he was like, "So, cousin, what's your name? Just call me Cousin Pete. Cousin Pete. <laughs> oh man. Uh oh. Think I lost you again, our brother. But yeah, man, these those those uh those Denver Nuggets, man, they uh I'm gonna just wait till you to you uh connect back. But uh yeah, man, I just think that the um that the Nuggets, man, they, they were on a mission this past year, you know, because they were cause they were overlooked. Um you know, because everybody, especially in the Western Conference, was talking about teams like um, the Phoenix Suns and Golden State, even the Lakers, you know, and Denver just played with that quote-unquote chip on their shoulder. Um, even against Miami, I mean, I, I knew that wasn't going to be a long series. I, I was hoping they would sweep Miami. But, I mean, I, I gave Miami a game. But, you know, like I said, man, the Denver Nuggets, they actually run a real system. They have you know, Jokic and Jamal Murray and Aaron Gordon, who was my favorite player on that team, and Contavious Caldwell Pope and Michael Porter Jr. and Jeff Green and Bruce Brown, if I didn't already say him. So they definitely have the 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 um Okay. Okay. Oh my on my back? Yeah. Yeah, you back, bro. You back, bro. It's because my um my phone had like a has like a screen timeout. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't uh and I forgot to uh reactivate it. 
So my bad. So when my screen get black, I'm not finna um I'm not finna um let it go back. Like you know when your shit start fading. Yeah, yeah. So when it goes black, that's when you'll lose me. And I'm up in here still trying to let me warm up the steak, man. It's a little cold. Anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I heard I I heard what you're saying though. But but yeah, man. So I just think that, you know, they they definitely I think it's a little bit too early for the dynasty talk. You know what I mean? Because I know they media pundits, as soon as you win a championship, they already ready to crown you a dynasty. But I think we need to pump the brakes on that, on that. But Denver definitely is set up for success in the long run. I don't I mean I'm not saying that they'll repeat next year. They have a good chance to, but you never know, man. I mean, you gotta be healthy going into the playoffs and things like that. One like one injury here or one injury there, you know, that that, that definitely can change the fortune of your season. Speaking of injuries, Jamal Murray's recovery, man. Took almost two years, and he came back, and it seems like he. If shit, in fact, if anything, he looks better, honestly, because I know a lot of people were uh, trying to discredit because of how he said because at the bubble he was playing like how he played. Like, oh, that's because it was on the bubble. I'm, so I'm I'm glad Jamal Murray the uh, credit that he deserved. They tried to say the same stuff about uh, Luca and Tyler Hero and all of them, but I'm like, <laughs> they still balling even when they got out the bubble. Like these are trained professional athletes. What did you expect was going to happen? Right, that's true, man. That's true. So, uh, so, um, I, so I was meaning to ask you. So, what were your thoughts on the bubble? Do you think like the bubble was a good thing for the NBA, or, or like, or or like the whole bubble slash? Playing, do you think that's a good thing for the NBA or do you think it's a bad thing for the NBA? Well, given the circumstance, you know what I'm saying, from from a uh from a uh business aspect, I think it was the right move because you know so many people were still in limbo of during throughout that whole summer of who's how's the NBA gonna continue its league. You know, it was basically like having a lockout season. You know what I'm saying? You didn't think it was going to come back. You know what I'm saying? So from a business side, it, it was good. But I probably would have executed it a little bit different. Like, you know, the less of that whole uh, – I get it because of the George Floyd ride things, but I'm not going to, like, make every single one of my players write that propaganda on their jersey. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, like, turned off all the uh, conservative viewers off. Like, I want viewership from all political spectrums watching my craft. And, you know, I'm not going to put, like, you know, I'm not going to put, like, anything that could politically offend the whole other side. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to just keep it basic and keep it neutral. You see, the NFL don't do that no more. No, they don't. They don't. And that was only, like, for that year. You know what I'm saying? Right. The NBA, every other commercial is something related to that. Right. So that and uh they don't keep the same energy with uh their COVID rules and restrictions as far as what the players go, because like they suspended somebody, I forgot who, for a few games for being outside side the bubble and hanging out without a mask on. But when LeBron did it, he got a slap on the wrist. 
Yeah, it was that player for the uh, Rockets. I forgot his name, but yeah. Um, damn, what was his name? Um, they skipped. Bay- damn, what was that player's name? I forgot that player. Yeah, I do know exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, but yeah. But then again, you know, can't can't deny a ring's a ring. But we've said this before, off 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 podcast, and we're gonna say it again. Not every ring is created equal. That's true. So I think this one would like stack up the one this one that Denver won. I think it's top three all time. Oh damn, really? Yeah, or at least like, or I'm not gonna say top three all time. I'm gonna say like top three for this period of basketball, like from from like from the start of the 2010s on forward, because we're we haven't made it half the decade yet. From 2010s on forward. This is definitely top three, maybe even top two, because like I still have the 2011 Mavericks at number one. Okay, okay, that's respectful. So, so the Mavericks uh, were at a lower seed than the Nuggets, and they weren't even expected to go that far, but they went that far and got it done. You know, and not only that, like they ran through the uh, the Thunder and the Lakers to to get to the finals that year. Exactly. And they still had they had a young KD, young Westbrook, young Harden, and then they ran. And then before that, they swept Kobe. How many people say that they can say that they swept Kobe? Pete Dog, RP Kobe. Yeah, yeah, they did Kobe. So I'm, and that team was kind of loaded. So, the screen thing did it again. Dang. My bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, my bad. I'm here. Now I'm here. <laughs> okay, so I get excited and then I don't be aware. <laughs> yeah, man, that that team was loaded. Ty Chandler, J Kid, J Terry, uh, Pager. Um, Karan Butler was on there, but he got injured before the playoffs. I call him by his nickname for real. Oh, did you go out again? Dang. Oh no, oh no, I'm here, brother. Were you talking, CEO? Yeah, I, I couldn't I couldn't hear you. You were talking. Uh were you talking? Because like you weren't coming in very good. Oh no, oh no, I wasn't talking. I was just listening to you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm gonna take my bowl up out. All right, I finally got my steak bowl ready. I'm just gonna go get me some. Um, I'm gonna have me some berry punch. Um, so yeah, um, I still have the 2011 Mavericks number one, and um, I got this ring at number two, and then um, um, hmm. and then like, I'm gonna throw in the 2014 Spurs at number three. Okay. Okay. Cause like their style of basketball, to to me, Denver's style of basketball is the closest I've seen to compare to that Spurs team. You know what I'm saying? Yep, yep. And I concur because because they have more than one player that can damage you. Like they actually ran the real system. Like that Spurs. Like I'll never forget. Like that Spurs team. With Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, Tony Parker, Kawhi, Danny Green, Boris Diaw, 
Uh, Corey Jackson, Patty Mills. They they had a squad, man. Mm-hmm. They have Marco Bellinelli and two. Yep, yep, definitely. And Danny them. and Danny Green and Kawhi and them. You know what I'm saying? And Kawhi won Finals MVP. But yeah, um, if you hear me smacking, I I got my steak and rice bowl up in here. Oh, it's all good, brother. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know, I know, I'm, I know, I'm Goku, but I don't have a bottomless pit of a stomach. <laughs> Yeah, um, yeah, man. I'm gonna give um, I'm gonna give the Denver Nuggets, man, that young S grade. And if they can pull off a Tampa Bay and sign everybody that um, they resign everybody that they have from the starters of their bench and make another run, mm-hmm. why not? Yeah, yeah, man. Like, you know, I'm not. I mean, definitely would like to see. You cut it. You cut it in again. Oh man! I swear this thing be hating on me. Can you hear me good now? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, okay. But yeah, I was saying like, yeah, like hopefully Denver does resign everybody, you know, because it would be good to see how, you know, how, you know, just to see if they can replicate what they did this past season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like one player I would resign most definitely that's a free agent from their camp is Bruce Brown. Oh, absolutely. Because I said it when, when they first got him, I'm like, man, they can make a run with this guy because this dude is a hustler. Like, he reminds me of my play style when I'm on court. You know, I do, he does the dirty work that not everybody is a, is, wants to do. And he can right. shoot. Right. That's why I like players like him. Contavious Caldwell Pope and Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon is actually my favorite player on that team. Um a fact though, when I played basketball, I had a role to Aaron Gordon. Right. Like he actually has paint game. I mean, he can shoot the three, but he doesn't settle for those. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. Like he'd rather just kill you in the paint. That's one thing I really I I used to watch and use Aaron Gordon when um he was on um the Magic. You know what I'm saying? I would use them the exact same way I would use them right now. You know, have them be a paint beast. Yep. Because he's definitely strong enough to get to the paint. And I mean, not too many people are going to stop him from getting to his spot. So it's on the right. Exactly. And then, like, he's the starting power forward on that team. Not too many power forwards that are starting, like, in today's league are really built like him because everybody's trying to run small ball. Right. Shoot. Maybe if, like, let's say the Grizzlies have, like, Steven Adams running center and then Jaron Jackson at power forward, you know what I'm saying? That's probably, like, the only person at that position that probably can stop him. Right. And they didn't even meet this playoff. It definitely would have been a good – if if Memphis didn't drop the ball, man, I, I think that could have been the uh, – the, the, Oh, you dang it! You cut in again. You cut out again. I can't hear me good now. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it's doing that. Microphone. I think it might be the signal more than anything. Hey, what was we supposed to be doing tomorrow? Yeah. You hear the uh? You hear the liquor coming into the cup? <laughs> yeah, I do. Uh. 
Ayo on that one. Ayo on that one. <laughs> no, not good, man. Because when I can't say pause, I'll say Ayo. <laughs> Be like, whoa, whoa. Mm-hmm. Whoa there, bucko, right? <laughs> we used to do that. Whoa, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, uh, what was it? What was I? So yeah, um, uh, um, I think I think is Jeff Green a free agent? Because I wouldn't be too bad mad if they resigned him too. I think so. I could be wrong about that, but I think so. I think so. I'm not too sure. Because right, I'm about to, um, uh, I'm gonna fire on my laptop and look at marquee free agents. We could talk about we could talk about free agents too, but. So what grade will we give uh, the finals runner-up Miami Heat? I mean, me personally, I know, you know, I was I was doing a lot of trolling, but I was provoked. I was, I was provoked. And, like I didn't I didn't want to come in Miami like I did, but I mean, given the have a playoff run, they went through. You know, I I mean, I know Giannis got hurt, but. He, you know, the Bucks and five, they beat the Knicks in six. It would have been five if Jimmy Butler didn't get hurt that game, too. Um, uh, I remember correctly. Now, that I may sound crazy, but I think that was more indicative on the, that the team Miami actually is. And the reason I say that is because, like, just like last year when Miami was the number one seed, like, they didn't really feel like a number one seed. You know what I'm saying? Like they could, like at times they would look like, like, oh man, like they can't win at all. And other times they would look like, what, like what the fuck are they doing? You know, and just like how they went up like three zero against Boston, so easy. and then you know it was Boston was going to be the first team to come back from three. You know what I mean? The grade I would give Miami, I would, I would, I mean they did lose the finals. Which was expected in my opinion. Um, tried to make excuses or say like Jimmy Butler had things going on up at the court or, or off the court, rather. And I'm like, well, I mean, that's against the final, so don't try to use it when you get to So I'm going to say, I give him. Yeah. What grade you give him? A C. A C? Yeah, yeah, I give him a C. Okay. Wow. Yeah. It's like I wanted to give him a like a B, but I mean that they just were too inconsistent. Like the consistency, like I think Miami is really missing like that true and it's more consistent Butler, but Jimmy Butler's not a true number one. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think he ever was a true one A. Like even while he was on like the D Rose Chicago Bulls, like he was like always been the secondary scoring option. Right, right. So I don't think at the end, like you know, if Jimmy comes and goes, Jimmy will have a historic game or two, and then the next two or three games mediocre. And it's like, what the hell are you doing, man? You know what I'm saying? Because right. the purpose is you are the best player on the team. You know what I'm saying? You can't play or have 15 to 10 and close out games. You know, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I get it. I'm a, um, I'll be a bit generous, but not too generous. Because uh, the Miami Heat remind me a lot of um, the 2022 Vikings where their backs were against the wall, but they didn't really crumble like that in close, in, uh, close situations. But when the moment got big enough, they cracked under pressure. And even though the referees tried to give them an out by by um, oh, um, oh, uh, standing the call when uh, Mike Malone challenged that out um, that um, whoever that was that was guarding Jimmy Butler didn't foul him like he barely missed him and Jimmy was flopping legitly. You know, what I'm saying that they fouled Jimmy from the three point line and they let him get like three free throws. You know what I'm saying? And I think if memory serves me right, I don't think Jimmy made all three. I don't don't know. I'll have to watch that footage again. But um, the referees tried to give them an out because the referees knew that Denver was the way better team. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, um, you know, they tried to, uh, you know, make the games closer than what they should have been because the thing about it, you're looking at an eighth seed. You know what I'm saying? Going up against a one seed on the biggest um, on the biggest portion of the NBA playoffs, the biggest part, the biggest stage. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You want to make it more entertaining than it seems, so you'll draw more viewers, draw more eyes. You know what I'm saying? So I see why they would, but it still doesn't make it very fair, does it? So no. for that, for that, and the fact that Jimmy has had the lights put on him once to be the 1A of this same Heat team that he's been a part of for years, and he still hasn't broken that mold of being a champion, even though I would say throughout his life, throughout his career, I think he deserves one. I think he does deserve one, you know what I'm saying, for all the hardship and the BS he went through, but he has to realize that he's got to make it happen himself. And what's not going to help is him taking unnecessary shots when you still have a whole shot clock worth to drain the clock down. Like, when he got the ball in the fourth of game five, he should have, you know, took a smarter shot to tie it instead of just going immediately for the win. And that's the same exact way he went out from last year. So that tells me that he didn't really learn from his mistakes. You know what I'm saying? So for that and for for, for, for beating – a high, uh, a high championship favorite, two championship favorites. I'm gonna give him a solid B minus. Okay, okay, that's not too. And bad. then, and then, furthermore, Tyler Hero could have gotten, could have, could have gotten out there and played one game, but he said he didn't want to f up the chemistry, which I don't think is, I don't think is true. I don't think it's true at all. He could have got out there and did something. You know what I'm saying? Then um, Bam Adebayo is also is also too limited offensively. I'm not saying that he's a bad center, that he's lower than starting quality. It's just that he needs his offense needs work. You know what I mean? In order for him to succeed, he needs to be like a bigger offensive threat. You know what I'm saying? It's not like Hassan Whiteside is on the team hogging the starting spot. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Uh, He's got to step up, and then you know, the 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 the, the undrafted role players gave Vincent and, and Caleb Martin 
they have the same problem Jimmy has. When the moment gets big enough, they ain't going to do nothing. So, yeah. I got to give Miami a B minus. So, all right. So, we got finals runner-ups. What about the conference final runner-ups between uh, the Lakers and uh, um, the Boston Celtics? Who do we want to cover first? Uh, I want to say the Celtics, man. Because, see, because, like, the Celtics are very interesting, man. Okay. And the reason I say that because I saw like they got rid of Marcus Smart and they picked up uh picked up Kristaps Porzingis. Um, I don't agree with that move. Although I, I did kind of see the writing on the wall, like I did see that trio of Tatum Brown Smart kind of kind of being like at his so to say. Mm-hmm. Would be the one to leave if anything. I thought Jalen Brown was going to be the one to go. Um, I'm not saying I don't like Jalen Brown or he's not a good player, but I've always said that Boston's problem has been they don't have a true identity. And not only that, like they don't have a true go to guy. You know, some like sometimes it's Jason Tatum, other times it's Jason or uh, Jalen Brown. I'm sorry. So, um, so I think that. You know, like Joe Mazzula, like I do think in my opinion, like he does need another year to kind of actually get into a training camp and having, you know, having time to kind of establish his quote-unquote system with the Celtics. Although I think they would be as, as – I don't think the Celtics under, would be better under the Celtics under Eme just for the fact like that defensive presence. So, yeah, and you called it out too. Like you said, it wasn't gonna gonna get very far without fake Mike Epps. So <laughs> you fool me every time you call that man a fake Mike Epps, bro. <laughs> Don't he look like him though? Bad joke. Okay, Doki look like um, who he look like? He look like I'm about to say, I, I think who he, who he look like, but well, but yeah, we'll go with the fake Mike Epps for now. Yeah, man. He do, bro. Come on, you can say you don't look like Mike Epps. Don't he look like Mike Epps, bro? Man. <laughs> hey, man, I like you, bro. I like you, man. That's my coach right there. You know, I'm in. I'm a Houston right now, training. Nah, you know? I mean, I like I like him too, but he need to keep his uh Jimmy and his Penny. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man, he light skin, bro. He can't help. Him. Dude, he's African. Hey, he's still light skinned. Anyway, look, I know he's African, but he's still like, oh shit, that's even worse. She, she said he's African. Oh yeah, you already know how they get now. Mm-hmm. No disrespect to my Africans, please don't shoot me in the neck with a spear or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. Man, bro, I don't care, man. At least, well, at least being longest single now, I guess. <laughs> anyway, no, she ain't. nah, I doubt that. <clears throat> but anyway, um, but yeah, um, you said it wasn't gonna last long without uh fake Mike Epps, and I and I and I and I kind of agree with your force in because this is Joe Mazzulla's first year coaching. You know what I'm saying? So you really expect a coach in the first year to um get this team in the finals? You know what I'm saying? You really expect that from a first team coach? Hell no! Hell no! So, do you think that the Celtics handled the EMA situation correctly or incorrectly, in your opinion? Hey, man. 
they did what they had to do to preserve their reputation as an organization. For that, I can't get mad. Because, like, that's the general rule of life. Like, like, it doesn't matter what race of man you are, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? It's never going to end well if you sleep with coworkers. You know what I'm saying? That's true. And and uh, like they say, man, you can't lay your head where you shit, so. Bingo! Bingo! But, I mean, I, I got it, you know, and I'm not saying, like, I disagree with you because I'm because I am in, in, in congruency with you. But it's just like I look at it from a from a like, don't get me wrong. I know the Celtics do have, you know, to your point, a uh, reputation to uphold as an organization. But if this dude did something in his first year. Brad Stevens never done in what, seven years of him being a head coach or something like that. I don't know how many years Brad Stevens was the head coach. Yeah, I want to say a good seven before he went to uh, his um, GM status. Right. So he may did something his first year, and he had, and he was up two games to one in the finals. You know what I'm saying? It's not like he got to the finals and got swept or lost in five. He was up two right. one, like against Golden State. The problem was, you know, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown were having a, you know, trying to start their own bakery with all them down turnovers they were they were uh, doing. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, so I mean. You know, I mean, for all intents and purposes, I mean, they could have. I mean, I don't really like to play the could have, would have, should have game, but who knows, man? I mean, who knows, man? They, they, I don't, I, in my opinion, I don't think they would have been down 0 3 in Miami if they were still coaching. That's, that's just in my opinion. Yeah, they wouldn't have, they wouldn't have let it go. He may would not have settled for that. Shit, if anything. Hell, he may probably would have suited up if they would have been down 0 2. Hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fake Mike has out there looking like he Vince Carter. Old Vince Carter, that is. Old Vince Carter. Uh, Grizzlies Vince Carter. Uh, Kings Vince Carter. Uh, Atlanta Hawks Vince Carter. That Vince Carter. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I think I'm gonna give uh I'm gonna give Boston. Um let's see. Same. Yeah, same. I, like I give them two. If they would have kept, um, well, I take that back. Um, even if they would have kept Marcus Smart, same like 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 the same thing I said. Just the inconsistencies, man. Like even with the Hawks, like the Hawks were giving the Celtics them problems. Up. Right, the Hawks, and it's not like the Hawks from two years ago. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? These Hawks that had to do the play in just to get in. You know what I mean? Right. Um, Beat the pants off Chicago, too. (laughs) Beat the (laughs) pants off of Miami. I mean, Miami. Because it was them in Miami first. You know, and then when they played Philly in the the semifinals, I was like, damn, Boston really about to lose in the second round. Then Joel and James Harden went to bed, so. (laughs) I remember in our uh, voice memos, you said, um, and be with something that baby dookie. <laughs> hey, I say it again, man. Joel and B is softer than baby shit, man. Like that dude, like this dude is the only MVP to, to not go to the conference finals. Like, I don't want to hear about MB being better than Joe. Like, I don't want to hear it, man. And we'll get to the Sixers. Um, for for Boston Celtics, I'm gonna give the C's what they deserve. A C. Yep. 
same here. I I give him a C as well. Um. All right. And then we're gonna go to everyone's favorite team. Oh shit! The Los Angeles Ring Chasing Lakers. Oh, led by Queen James. <laughs> as, 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 street clothes, Anthony Davis, street clothes. They got Queen James, street clothes, Anthony Davis. Who else they got? They got uh, AR-15. They got Reverend Lonnie Love. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Reverend Lonnie Love. They got um, who else they got? They got D'Lo Brown. Well, he was he was playing like Dookie, so I might as well add that Brown last to, uh, to his last name. <laughs> you played terrible in that Nugget series. I'm like, bro, what the hell happened? But hey, but hey, hey to your point, man, I go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, so I was just gonna say, hey, to your point, man, you kept saying that you was like. Even even when uh D-Lo was with their Timberwolves, you were like, man, D-Lo going to shrink in the big rooms. And, hey, you absolutely correct, man. I give you credit. Thank you. D- didn't I call that out when I saw it? Shit, even before, you was like, nah, bro, D-Lo ain't going to show up. I was like, you think so? I'm like, bro, he just balled out in the uh, Grizzly series. He was like, nah, bro, I'm telling you, like, watch. I'm like, okay. Sure enough, I was like, damn, well. Good. I know all of my Timberwolves players, man. <laughs> Trust me. I know. I know. Man, hold on. We can look at the stat line. We can look at the stat line. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Where do you, where do you, uh, where do you, uh, I'm trying to look at the last box score. So, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Versus the Nuggets. Versus the Nuggets in the Western Conference Finals. D'Lo averaged, I think D'Lo averaged, uh, oh, this is a good article, actually. Gilbert Arenas rips D'Angelo Russell for his poor performance in the Western Conference Finals. <laughs> Gilbert Arenas. Uh, Agent Zero. A.K.A. Um, the gun toter himself. Right. I was going to say, a.k.a. bring a Glock up to the block of the court. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm on fire with the nicknames tonight, am I? Yeah, man. You on the roll like a dice game, man. I'm telling you, bro. Anyway, I'm going to go to pro. I'm going to go to pro basketball reference. Screw all this uh, side stuff. That's the the best way to get a player's specific stats. You do not go to Wikipedia. You do not go to. You got to know what the radio go to. You got to go to a pro basketball reference. And they got a football version called pro football reference. We'll get into too. But let me see. <clears throat> but yeah, like I'm going to give you firsthand on why I know that in the big moments when the lights are bright, D-Lo will shrink. I'm going to give y'all viewers there and listeners the first, first inkling of that. Last year when he played on the Timberwolves and we made um we made it to the first round after the play-in, this man – um, averaged 17 points against the Grizzlies during the regular season. And that points per game average went down to 12. 12. And then uh let's see. I gotta I gotta see. Where's that? Where's that? Where's the playoff stats at? 
Ah, here we go. Playoff stats. Boom. With Los Angeles, he averaged 13 points a game. 13. But granted, he played great against the Grizzlies. I'm not going to knock him for showing up against the Grizzlies. That was a much earlier round. But I said, when the moment gets too big for him, he's going to not show up. Look what happened. Look what happened. Look what happened. Look what happened when he went up against the Denver Nuggets. He only scored. I'm not, I'm not BSing here. I got the stats. The only points he scored. In the in the four games against in the four games against the Nuggets, were eight in game one, ten in game two, three in game three, and four in game four. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. And he shot, and he shot, and and in game three, he shot twelve percent from the field. Twelve. And the Warriors of Skip Bayless, that's Westbrookian right there. So when the Lakers fans got all hyped because of that trade, LeGM made, by the way, this was LeGM's idea. <laughs> I told Lakers fans, I wouldn't celebrate too early if I were you. And, right. and I just showed you proof on why I wouldn't celebrate too early. And if anybody that knows D'Lo, trust me, it's me. I've watched him on the Wolves for years. He would he pulled the same thing when he was up against Brazil last year. And then furthermore, you know, generally speaking, when you're like a superstar or well, not superstar, when you're like at a star level or near star level of an athlete, when you're playing with, Le- with LeBron on his system, your stats are gonna significantly suffer. Yes, they are. I'm glad you said that. that. Thank you. I'm not blaming. I'm not blaming wholly on LeBron. I'm not blaming it wholly on LeBron. It's only partially his fault. It's only partially his fault. But knowing D'Lo and knowing the system that he was traded into, not signed, traded into, it was bound to fail. He was bound to fail. Hey, hey, for, for, all, for all of y'all LeBron fans, we all hear this. I'm not a hater because the man – because. Y'all just heard this brother say the thing I've been telling y'all LeBron whores for the past few years. So I'm 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 just letting the brother cook. Like I said, you want to roll like a dice game? Seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got I got we got more receipts, man. Chris Bosch was a, a all-star averaging over 20 plus points per game and 9.8 rebounds a game. You know what I'm saying? Before he joined up with Bron and uh Wade in Miami. When he joined up with them, man, them points per game went down to like maybe 12, 13. See, Rebounds didn't even stay the same either, man. <laughs> see, I want to fuck it. I'm gonna say it like I'm. I promise, I'm really not trying to be funny when I say this. But playing with LeBron, you either gonna have depleted stats or you gonna have a heart condition. Cause, cause, cause playing, cause, uh, cause, cause LeBron damn near killed Tyloo. Like Tyloo had like a heart attack or stroke or some shit. I'm like, damn. I'm like, is it really that bad? <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying. To, I promise, I'm not trying to be funny. But I'm like, damn, and then Bosch had his issues with his heart. I'm like, damn, so Chris had to stop playing because LeBron. And LeBron then did kill Talu. I'm like, shit, what's <laughs> this? God damn. <laughs> right. Shoot. I'll give you another example. Kevin Love was averaging 30-plus points a game. 
when he was up here in Minnesota in the middle of his prime. Right. And then once he got traded to Cleveland, that went down to like – at first it went down to 20, then the next year 15. And then the last two years, they went to the finals and got and got dusted, absolutely dusted by Golden State. It went down they to got, 12. Yeah, they got sexually assaulted by, by uh, Golden State in the finals. That shit was, was crazy. Oh, they was getting they was getting pooped on, pooped on. <laughs> One of those series was asleep, and, and right. guess what? And the referees knew that they had to make it like that. They had to make it like that because right. if they tried to pull the same nonsense that they pulled in the 2016 finals with just letting the Cleveland Cavaliers hack them, everybody and their grandmother would have known that something was up. See. In the 2065, it wasn't that obvious, but when the Warriors went and got Kevin Durant, you know what I'm saying? Or let me let me rephrase that: when Kevin Durant willingly good, uh, chose to sign over there, you know what I'm saying? Because the Warriors didn't really need Durant to go back to the finals, if you ask me. Durant needed them to get back to the finals. If Durant, if Durant didn't sign his big old six eleven butt there with a cashew head and a sack of peanuts in his uh, drawers, pause. Damn. <laughs> With a sack of peanuts in his drawers because he, he literally was playing with balls. Like, dude, did you see both his game three shots in both years? Did you see both his game three shots? If that I ain't did. balls, and, if that and, ain't balls, if that ain't balls, I don't know the definition. But anyways, if they didn't get Kevin Durant, they wouldn't. They 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 couldn't make it. They couldn't let them play legit. They wouldn't have let them play legit. They would have let them play dirty. Right. <laughs> But case but yeah. rested, and and I was just, I was just having a conversation with someone about this earlier. Um, we were talking basketball, and I'm like, bro, I think I was one of the only few people that didn't kill Kevin Durant for go like for Golden for going to Golden State because it's like it's not like he went to Golden State and averaged ten to fifteen points. I mean, he was Finals MVP both of those years, and they would have three peated if if uh, Katie and uh, Clay didn't get hurt. Hell, even if Clay didn't get hurt, I think they beat Toronto, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because Clay was still like Clay was still in top form. You know what I'm Clay saying? Was- <laughs> I was like, damn, Clay, goddamn, Adam Sellin was out there hooping, killing, killing Toronto. Mm-hmm. That's why they call him Killer Clay on the streets, right? That's what I heard. Shit, I heard they called him the. the uh... They call him. Uh, they say he was Jordan Poole before Jordan Poole. He was. He was having uh pool parties before Jordan Poole. That's mm-hmm, why. Right. <laughs> when you're one, when you're one half of the Splash Brothers, that that comes with the territory. I mean, come on. They they play in a place where a big old fat bridge is standing over a big old fat bay. Come on. <laughs> right. And it likes him. True. True. But yeah. Um. But overall. For the Lakers' efforts, and because like they did, I'll, I'll give them credit. They did have a losing record pre 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 trade deadline. You know, what I'm saying they were pretty much in the dumps. They came through when they needed to come through. It just wasn't big enough. I think I'm gonna give LA. I'm gonna give LA. You know what? The fact that you had referee help and still lost. I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them what they deserve. I'm gonna give them a. You know what? I might give them extra credit points because they did shut the Grizzlies up finally, and the Grizzlies were pissing me the hell off throughout the year with their trash talking. What? 
I said Pope Bears. <laughs> right. <laughs> Especially if they're in Chicago. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But anyway, uh but yeah, um I hope my uncles in them ain't watching ain't heard that. But anyway, um I'm gonna give I'm gonna give them the credit because like the Grizzlies should have never talked their mess. We'll get to them in a second. I'm gonna give uh give give the Los Angeles Lakers surprisingly, I'm gonna give them a higher grade. Then the uh, I'm gonna give them the same grade I gave Miami a B minus. Oh, what you know what? You know what? Screw that! Screw that! Screw that! C plus, C plus, C plus. Yeah, C plus. I, I can see that. Um, I'm I'm gonna say I give them a C minus, and the reason I say I'll give them a C minus because to your point, like they did get referee help and still lost. And to their credit, I mean they did beat the Grizzlies. Um, you know, like I think that was one of the only few times I I saw everybody rooting for the Lakers. Like, damn, like nobody wants Memphis to win. <laughs> damn, no. I was the only I can remember actually saying everybody root for the Lakers. Um, yeah, it, it was getting every that was getting everybody upset, man. I was I was upset, right? Because like the- they they had no respect for the game whatsoever, no more. You know. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. They did. I was about to ask you a question, but I forgot. Yeah, that was the first round the Lakers played the uh, Grizzlies, and the second round they played Golden State. And the Grizzlies, man, they failed. Like, blame John Morant's yeah. injuries and off the court activities all you want, but they failed. But a bad job. <laughs> jaw. Jaw rule for real, right? <laughs> jaw weak, as they call him on Instagram. <laughs> mm. Jaw bond, if he was British. Yeah. Uh, ja Pak Shakur and Ja Montana. <laughs> anyway, let me stop. Um, so let me um, so yeah, with that, and um, I also got to give them. I also had to give them credit for like beating a division rival in the playoffs too, because like L.A. and Golden State. Like, I mean, LeBron and LeBron and Curry has always have had a respectable rivalry. In my opinion, they've always had a respectable rivalry. And this is like what? The only like second series that Oh, y'all going to sleep? All right. All right, I'm gonna speak in a low voice. Uh because my parents are trying to sleep in the other room. Um so the fact that uh LeBron this is only his like second series win overall versus Curry. Cause like um and then like it's, and then, like, he only has one play-in win over Curry, too. So, that brings his total of, like, get-backs on Curry when the moments are big enough to, like, three to, like, four. It's still below 500, but it's still respectable enough to at least warrant some sort of credit. So, that's why I gave him, like, I wanted to give them a, a B-. minus, But, 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 but what got in the way is... You know, the consistency quickly waned once they ran into Denver to the point where they needed the refs help and still lost. I was going to give them credit for trying effort. And plus, I had to also factor in that they got swept with all that help. They got swept. Yeah, they did. Get the brooms out. They got swept. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, that's give them a C plus. Oh, <sighs> Yeah, I gave them a C minus because 
you know, like to your point, like they had the referee help. And I did give them credit for beating Golden State. Um, I knew they would. I just felt like the the side pause differential, I just felt like the Lakers were a bad matchup for Golden State. Um, given the fact and couldn't that, nobody – they didn't really have nobody that could really guard Ant-Man or box him out. So, right. well, not Ant-Man, Anthony Davis. I'm sorry. I'm getting confused with Anthony Edwards because that's Ant-Man for real. <laughs> Shit, the real Ant-Man. But – right. Yeah, man. I I just think, you know, like the Lakers were like a bad matchup for Golden State. And, you know, I mean, yeah, Curry was going to be Curry. And he really is the Clay Thompson mode. And Jordan Poole. No. Jordan Poole shot them out the series, if you ask me. (laughs) He did. Especially, what was that, game one when he shot that long-ass three? I'm like, bro, you got time on the shot clock. What are you doing, bro? Like this dumbass dude. You know, to quote Chris Move when he was playing NBA 2K14, my part for the first time um, online on PS4, uh, and he saw one of his teammates who had a mohawk on, like he was James Harden, shoot a three from like 30 feet out. He said, It's good to be confident, but not that confident. That was a deep three. You ain't Gilbert Arenas, baby. <laughs> Splash. Man, me and my cousin used to watch Chris Move all the time, man, back in the day. Uh, Chris Move made my high school. You know what I'm saying? Hey. My, my high school days, man. I was like every every day when I had to get home and wash dishes, I would always turn him on. <laughs> we would always watch Chris Move. Shot. Clock. Cheese. <laughs> Oh, get that on the ground, noob. <laughs> Playing stealthy is healthy. <laughs> yeah, Chris Poole definitely that dude, man. You reach, I teach. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, give that guy a map. Where are you going? <laughs> And then when somebody is like, when he saw somebody following, he was like, give that guy a fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chris is that dude for real, bro. He still is him. Because he still got, he's, he's in the million subscriber clubs. He still is him. You know what I'm saying? I peep in from time to time. I don't I don't watch him as much as I used to, but I still peep in from time to time. But yeah. Uh, so like, all right, semi-conference semifinals runner-ups. So we have, we have Golden State. We have the Sixers, we have uh, the Knicks, and we have uh, who else made it? Who did? Uh, oh, the Phoenix Suns. Boom. Who we okay. want to start with? Who we want to start with? Uh, I'm gonna say since they recently signed Bradley Bill, I'm gonna say I want to start with Phoenix. Um, okay. Star with Phoenix. Yeah, I want to start with Phoenix. I knew Phoenix wasn't gonna get far. Um, so I say, man, I man, I hate the clip. I mean, it's the same old story with the Clippers, man. I mean, I know that's my team and everything, <clears throat> but objectively speaking, I mean, Kawhi getting hurt at the most inopportune time. All George, in, you know what I mean? I mean, we, I can't even say it was competitive. I mean, yeah, the scores may have been closer, but I'm like. I always look at the end result. I don't necessarily look at the score because you can lose every game by a point, but 
you know, I mean, it could either show you lost four games to zero or, in our case, lost four games to one. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, I just think Phoenix's style of play, like, they – honestly, even next year, if, like, Phoenix is going to have the same problem because it's like they don't have a bench. They don't have a point guard. They don't – I know they still got DeAndre Aiden, but like I said, they don't have a center. Um, um, so – yeah, man, I just think Phoenix, they – I'm not going to say I give them a pass, but given the fact that Kevin Durant was in and out of the lineup and they kind of had to mesh on the fly like that, um, I'm not going to say I give them a pass, but, I, but I'm going to judge them more tougher this year, especially with the acquisition of Bradley Bill. So, um, so yeah, man, I just think that trying to – have two people outscore an entire team like the Nuggets, that's not going to work. You know what I'm saying? Like, it may work for a game or two in Phoenix's case, but it's not going to work in the long haul because they're going to get burned out, and that's exactly what happened. They got burned out, and when they got burned out, Denver turned up. You know what I mean? So, I mean, my grade, I'll give Phoenix a C-. Um, I mean, even with Chris Paul, he's you know, like, it's always been the same thing with him, even when he was in his prime. You know, he was, uh, you know, got hurt at the times, or he would get hurt, or he would come up short, the pun intended. Um, because he's sick, so ha. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, man, I guess he needs to see minus. Um, I'm gonna definitely be watching them this past or this coming up season. I'm sorry. Um, you know, like I said, they got Bradley Bill. Uh, I like real deal builders, I call them. Um, but yeah, man, I, I mean, I, I, you know, I do think that they'll still have the same problems they had last year. In fact, they are going to have them more. It's like who's going to get the ball? You know what I mean? Mm, I see. I see. I call uh, I call Bradley Bills Nelly's little bro, Nelly's <laughs> surrogate little bro, because Nelly did um, used to babysit him at a point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And Jason Tatum too. Yeah, yeah. No, Jason JT is a surrogate uh, Nelly brother too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, uh, as as uh, Charlemagne the the uh, bitch would say, uh, them waffle color Negroes. Right. No, Charlemagne the fraud. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly what he is. Yep. Oh, Steve Smith with the stiff arm. Sorry, I'm watching. Uh, I'm watching uh old NFL highlights from the 2014 season. I'm watching Steve Smith's revenge game when he was on Baltimore, going up against Carolina at Baltimore. So, ooh, old Dustin Forsett with the big game. Old Steve Smith, man, that was my guy back in the day, man. I know he had a torch, bro. Like he he had burners. Dude, Akeem Talib said he was the hardest nigga he had to guard, <laughs> and I believe him. <laughs> we stayed at the same time. I believe him because it's like, yeah, Steve Smith wasn't the biggest receiver, but bro, his strength and his route running ability and his run after the catch. Oh man, right. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit, but uh, I like your analysis of Phoenix. I I can't say I disagree with anything, but. You know, one thing I think one of the things that they that they shouldn't have did that would have raised their grade is trade away half their bench depth in that nest trade for Kevin Durant. I wouldn't have gave that much for Kevin Durant. Right. 
But I mean, like, I'm not gonna had to, but I mean, they were in a. I'm not gonna say that they like they were in between a rock and a hard place, but I definitely, to your point, definitely would have tried to at least keep like Mikael Bridges. I definitely would have tried to keep him. Yeah, he's a he's a baller for sure. Yep, he'll baller for sure for sure. You know what I'm saying? I mean. Cam Johnson, I mean, he's he's decent, but he's he's young, developing his ceiling is high. He could definitely be valuable somewhere else at this current stage of his career. I wouldn't have got rid of Jay Crowder either. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Jay yeah. Crowder could have Jay Crowder could have like you know been off the bench or something as a as a good six man because he can score the rock. You know what I'm saying? Right. Um, and then uh, another thing. Uh, that brought them down is, um, man. I mean, for a first round, first pick, you expect DeAndre Ayton to be like, you know, have an ability to have a more uh, bigger footprint on games, but he just doesn't have it, dude. He just doesn't have it. I'm sorry. Then he had the nerve to call himself dominating. I'm like, no, you got dominated. You weren't dominating, bro. You got to sit your ass now, DeAndre Ayton. Never these kids. He capping like a mo. The Phoenix Suns slowly was starting to become like, as of currently, one another one of my most hated teams because they kept trash talking so much. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then, furthermore, this Suns team has always lived and died by Devin Booker. So if he folds, everyone else comes down with him. Yeah, but rightfully so. I mean, that's I mean that's their best player, but at the same time, they. Excuse me. What made Phoenix so good that year that they went to the finals was they had depth. You know what I'm saying? Like it just wasn't Devin Booker. I mean, yeah, he was putting in work, but it was Chris Paul and it was the others, as as Shaq was saying. You know what I'm saying? Now y'all don't have no other. Devin Booker doesn't fall out, and you know, given him and Kevin Durant's injury history, I mean, I'm not wishing injury on them, but. It's a high probability. Like, they'll miss 15, 20-plus games just coming up season. So, you know, where does that leave Bradley Bill? You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Where does that leave Bradley? Exactly. And then, like, furthermore, furthermore, you know, Monty Williams' lack of adjustments is also a high attribution to this team's downfall. Because, like, um, he'll make an adjustment, but it's not the right adjustment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Just like some just like in the finals. Exactly. Exactly. What he did in the finals, man, forever a stain on his coaching career. I mean, it's a blessing that he got hired somewhere else, but like uh, you know, for his for his lack of coaching intangibles, I I I wouldn't have a coach like him, you know, running a championship team. Not a championship team. Playoffs, for sure, for sure. Regular season, for sure, for sure. But, like, leading this team into a championship where everything matters and you got to be able to, like, make the correct adjustments on the fly. <sighs> no. Like, you'd have to really – you have to have players that outperform the coach's scheme in order for it to work, just like what Doc Rivers had and what Coach Bud had and Paul Pierce, Garnett, Real, and then Giannis and Drew and Brooke Lopez, respectively. Like so, so I, I um, agree with your grade of C minus though too. You know, nothing nothing against that grade. Yeah, so uh Monty Williams got picked up by the Pistons, right? Yeah, I believe so. 
Okay. okay. Yeah, because I think that's that's more better for him, you know, like him being like the overseer of a younger team or like an up-and-coming team, so to say. Um, I think that's better for Monty instead of just trying to push him into a championship or a team that's ready to win now or that's quote-unquote built to win now, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then um, – so, all right, so we covered Phoenix. Um, let me see. I'm scrolling down my free agent tracker to see if they got any marquee free agents. Um, I know they had Chris Paul, but they traded him away already. I don't think they have any other free agents. Oh, they have Tory Craig, but, you know, he's a role player. I'm not I'm not sure if they're going to re-sign him. And they yeah, have Bismack, Bismack Biombo, who I would re-sign in a heartbeat. I would, too. Because he's like a he's a solid defender off the bench, and you need guys like that if you're going to win a championship. When your main uh, physical uh, defensive presence needs a break, yeah, they're going to need all the defense they can get. <laughs> Shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, T.J. Warren is a free agent. I know he still got some gas in him. He just doesn't get the playing time to show that because he was he was pretty good on the Indiana. He was, he was, and then you know injuries injuries got him. You know what I'm saying? Dang, Luke Keekley, you should have you should have held on to that man. That was all you. You could have took it to the house anyway. Um, shoot. So we took cover Phoenix. Uh, do we want to stay west and go Golden State, or do we want to uh go to uh Philly and um who else? The Knicks. Yeah, yeah, we can stay in the West and uh, talk about Golden State. I'll let you uh, break down Golden State first. Okay. For the defender chance to get to the semis and lose, um, I mean, they overcame so much, but, you know, it was expected for them to get in, you know what I'm saying, into the playoffs and not, like, be a play-in team and all of that. So, I think uh, I'm gonna give them a I'm gonna give them a I'm gonna give Golden State a B minus. Here's why: <clears throat> they were very consistent as far as maintaining their seating in the regular season, and like they didn't really break up their team to ruin their chemistry like so many other teams did during the trade deadline. Um, and then um. You know, Curry is still Curry. You know what I'm saying? Still the number one guy on that team, even though he nope. should be the number one guy in his marriage. But, hey, that's beside the point. Uh, hey, man, I, there's plenty of other girls that will treat Curry better than Aisha can. I can love you. I can love you. I can love you better than she can. Okay, let me stop. Let me stop. Before we get copyright infringement. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so yeah, um, that I mean, personally, I didn't expect them to go back to the finals because I told everybody after last year, yes, sir, Tory Smith with the TD. Um, I expected uh, them not to go back because I felt like since they're a much older and slower team, I felt like that they were bound to regress significantly. You know what I'm saying? Not to the point where they're not going to be in the playoffs every year with the same core. It's just that they won't be like a shoe-in to make it to the finals every single year like they were during their um, during their the high, highest run of their dynasty from 2015 to 2019. You know what I'm saying? 
Right, absolutely. And so I wasn't expecting them to like get back to that point. You know what I'm saying? The 2022 team really surprised me. But, you know, I don't – and if they got back there with the same core and if they re-signed Draymond, which probably more than likely will happen, um, <laughs> I expect them to, you know, still not make it back to the finals with that same core considering they're much older and they're much slower and they can't play the same paced offense over and over again, the same paced defense over and over again. And everybody likes to – you know what I'm saying? Give Golden State a lot of flack for not going to the hole. But if you look at their shot charts, their shot selection is very balanced. It's just their reputation is just a misnomer for what they actually do on the court. Get what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because, like, all the stupid Laker fans were saying, Oh, all y'all, you lost because y'all don't go to the basket. Y'all don't get the baskets. Y'all don't go to the basket. All y'all do is shoot three. And I'm like, dog. We can pull up the shot charts right fucking now. We can pull up the shot charts right now. And you'll see that they they evenly took the same amount of shots in the paint compared to the Lakers. You know why they didn't get you know why they ain't getting no whistles, do you, great brother? You know why they ain't getting no whistles. Oh yes, oh yes, absolutely. I know why they didn't get no whistles. <laughs> but you even without rep Go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just saying that you both know uh, Golden State didn't get into issues. And even without referee help, even without referee help, I still could see them still finding a way to lose because, you know, Curry is older and, you know, he can't, he can only play hero ball for so long until his gas runs out, number one. Number two, uh, I know this is insignificant, but Draymond still has forgotten how to shoot. Um, Number three, and this is the biggest factor of why they didn't, you know, make it back to the finals. It was their lack of size. That's the one thing they, they could have did this trade deadline. Instead of trade James Wiseman away for picks, they should have traded him for another big man. No, I agree with that. They should have traded him for another big man because his ceiling is higher despite him being injured the whole year last year. His ceiling is higher because he's still young. You know what I'm saying? But you could have gotten another big man out of that deal and used him to his best perfection. So, so yeah, for that, I give Golden State a B minus. At least they didn't get beaten the first round. What but also kept them from getting the A or above is that they almost got beat by the Sacramento Kings. The only thing that beat the Sacramento Kings is literally themselves and their inexperience. But we'll get to those guys in a bit. What's your take on it, CEO? Um, well, my take on it, man, uh, you know, I, like I've always been a I don't like the term fan, but I've always been like a. A, a, a respecter uh, of Golden State. Yeah. Yeah. Like a respecter of Golden State and like and uh, like especially stuff, because I remember uh, when I first got on stuff um, or or became aware of his game was when when he dropped like 50 three or 54 points against the Knicks back in like back in what 20 like 2013 if I remember correctly yep that was that game yep before they even got to the playoffs that year and ever since then man I'm like damn like this little dude can shoot um or play rather you know so I've always liked stuff in the Warriors even the 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 um well I like 
Golden State more when they were when they were head coached by Mark Jackson. I mean, of course, you know me being biased. You know that's the you know that's a brother. I'm always root for the brother. You know what I mean? I mean, you can't blame. You can't blame. But um, but yeah. So my take on Golden State was that I do think like they lost their identity because, to your point, you know, Golden State does have a reputation for being this team that just shoots so many threes and makes them, which is true to an extent. But what people realize is that although Golden State was number one in offensive output during their dynastic run, they were also number one, number two in defense as well. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and they were fast enough to catch up to everybody. Exactly. And they had the size, they had the length and the um, depth. You know, um, well, during their dynastic years, they did. Um, and, you know, my opinion, this past year, if, like if I remember correctly, I, I think they lost 30 games on the road, like 30, 31 games mm-hmm. on the road. Yep. They did. And, that, and that's not, you know, the gold state that we've grown accustomed to. You know what I mean? Um, they're always going to have a good, like, like a home record because, I mean, that arena is crazy. <laughs> You know, but this is right, right, and, and um, yeah. So I, I, yeah. So I just think like, and people like to refer to when uh Draymond turned into Deontay Wilder and knocked Jordan Poole the hell out. Um, you know, like, the point of that is, you know, that you know, like, go had chemistry issues this past year, and I agree with that point. Um, but yeah, man, overall, I'll I'll go to state. Like the same grade as you, B minus, C plus, something like that. Um, they did almost lose to Sacramento, but their experience in, in the clutch or down the stretch right, was how they were able to overcome Sacramento. But, yeah, but yeah, the same grade as you. I'm in that B minus, C plus range for Golden State. Yeah, some marquee free agents for them is, uh, apart from Draymond, is uh, the other green on the team, Jermichael Green. And uh, if they want, if they want some D, you know what I'm saying. I mean, they can re-sign him. Uh, and uh, Andre Iguodala has retired, but if he either kept playing, they would have to re-sign him too. So, uh, shout out to Andre Iguodala. He had a great career. Yes, uh, he did. Stole a Finals MVP from uh, Steph Curry, but. <laughs> Man, I still can't believe it. I'm like, man, y'all really gave Iggy that, that MVP, bro. Y'all hating, bro. <laughs> like, to like, be fair, be. he did play some good D on LeBron that year. He did, but man, I just, oh man, I don't know, man. I mean, in my opinion, I still think Steph should have got here. In my opinion, that's not to take away from Iggy, because you know, after that, what game three or game four, when Steve Kerr inserted Iggy into the foreign lineup, that's when that series shifted into Golden State's favor. But mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I, I mean, I still would have gave it to Steph because I mean, he only had like one bad game that series. Steph did. Mm-hmm. 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 All because they let Matthew Delvadova hack him up. Yeah. <laughs> Talk about some defense. I'm like, but shit. And, and uh, let Gerald Smith tell Delva Dova almost died trying to go on Steph Curry. <laughs> exactly. That dude was out of breath when he got to the free throw line. <laughs> that dude was out of breath. Yeah, that's not yeah. a play. Yeah. All righty. So 
we're gonna go back, go go back eastward. So, which team do you want to cover first, the Sixers or the Knicks? I wanna, I wanna give the Knicks love first, man. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna give, or as Stephen A. will say, orange and blue skies, baby. Holla at you, boy. <laughs> Man, I've been waiting to do that, bro. It was my first time doing it. I've been wanting to do that for so long, bro. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead and go ahead and show out for the people. Oh man, I had to, man. I'm sorry. I apologize, y'all. I apologize. But yeah, man, I just think the Knicks. Um I do think like Jalen Brunson is really establishing himself as I'm not going to say a superstar, but he's establishing himself as like a <clears throat> like a very, very important piece to a playoff team or a team that has quote-unquote championship aspiration. Um, because although the Mavericks did get more Luther, um, I, I, I still do think that they should have kept uh, Jalen Brunson, in my opinion. Yeah, Kyrie may be the not maybe – because Marlo Thurman may be the better player than Jalen Brunson, but Jalen Brunson fits into that system that the Mavericks have better than Kyrie does. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> I think the Knicks getting him, I didn't, I didn't think the Knicks were going to do as good as they did. Because <clears throat> truth be told, I didn't even think that the Knicks would get out of the first round. Um, I think they played clean. Nobody, nobody did. <laughs> you know, because I just like the guy. Athleticism of of the uh, Cavaliers, and I'm like, oh shit, Cleveland got that in the bag. You know what I'm saying? So, <clears throat> excuse me. So I do think with the uh, you know the acquisition of Jalen Brunson and having players like Josh Hart and R.J. Barrett. I mean, Julius Randle comes and goes. I'm not sold on uh, <clears throat> I'm not sold on Julius Randle like that. Excuse me, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not the I'm not the biggest J. Rand fan either. Yeah, oh shit, oh shit. I know Steven ain't not. <laughs> That's what I know. <laughs> Remember he was throwing his jersey at Max Kellerman when they first signed him? Man, that was hilarious, bro. That shit had me rolling. It's like every time Stephen A talks about the knee, I, I like I had Stephen A is hilarious, bro. Yeah, man. Salute to Mr. Smith, man. But yeah, man, I mix um think that they have to if I were them, I would look to move Julius Randle if I was the Knicks. Like, I agree. You know, like his body language. Like even the game they won, I forgot what game it was, but like he was like didn't even want to talk to reporters off he shot like he shot poor. Like bro, like I still won the game. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if I was the Knicks, I'd look to move uh Julius Randle, keep Jalen Brunson. I resign Josh Hart. I keep RJ Barrett. Um, that's just, but I know R, like I know RJ Barrett has his inconsistencies, but I mean at least he's available. You know what I'm right. saying? Uh, cough, cough, money bag, jaw, and pawn star Williams. But, um, but yeah, man, uh, I I give the Knicks because they exceeded expectations in my opinion. So I think I'm gonna be I get it. Couldn't agree more. Couldn't agree more. I, I like your take on the Knicks, you know what I'm saying? Literally everything. But I'm going to bring one fact to that you didn't mention, but before that, I got to say thank you. Thank you, CEO. I've been telling everybody the Mavericks should have never let Jalen Brunson 
walk in free agency this past season. They should have never let him do that because Luca is too ball dominant to want to share with Kyrie. First of all, absolutely. And then second of all, you know what I'm saying? Jalen has is not even is not used to being the guy on a pro level. You know what I'm saying? To carry a team like he had to this season. And yeah, he exceeded expectations, sure, but part of it was more than half of it was capitalization on opponent mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But we'll get to the Cavaliers in a second. Oh, the goddamn Cavaliers. Anyway, um, I'm sorry. I'm I'm disappointed. But anywho. Um, But yeah, and to give credit, I'm going to mention something regarding Jalen Brunson. What what, what held them back from getting anything out of the V is that, you know, um, as good as Brunson is, he doesn't know quite how to adjust to, you know, how teams scheme around him quite yet because he's never had teams key in on him so much in, in on a pro level. He's always used to taking the heat off of somebody like Luca, or, you know, if Randall is hot, he'll take the heat off of him. You know what I'm saying? So, then I don't want nobody disrespecting RJ Barrett. He's actually my favorite player on this team. Don't nobody disrespect RJ Barrett. Because he has one thing a lot of guys in his position don't have, and that's effort. He may not have the numbers, but what he does without scoring, you know, and what he does on defense does more to make up for it. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Yeah, I was was a fan of R.J. Barrett, you know, since he got drafted. I'm like, the Knicks are going to have fun with him, and I'm like, and then – Come years later, when they first make the playoffs with him, like, see, I told y'all the Knicks were gonna have fun with him. This guy is is the truth. And then when they signed Randall, I'm like, oh boy, said, oh boy, oh boy, oh, oh boy, yeah, like, and then like, speaking of Julius, I mean, as likable of a guy he is, because you know he seems like a good father. And if he's married, a good husband. I don't know if he's married or not, but, you know, he got got a little light-skinned little boy. You know what I'm saying? He seems like a hero to him. As cool of a guy he is, I'm just not a fan of his ethic on the court. It's like he picks and chooses when to show up. And I don't like players who just pick and choose to show up. Absolutely. So, yeah, man. Ah, B-plus for me. All right. Oh, who we got left out of these semifinals? Oh, the 76ers. Shit. That made my stomach hurt. <laughs> the 76ers. <laughs> I got you. About Philly. Oh, my goodness. Philly oh, just. One last point about the Knicks. If Jalen can elevate his game to the point where he can adjust to what kind of defense gets thrown at him that to, cause, to get him to get keyed in on, if he can elevate his game to, to move past that, the Knicks will be in a much more comfortable position than they were this year. But anyway, Sixers time. Oh, is that man. Anthony Fasano? I forgot he was on the Chiefs this year. Anyway. So these damn Philadelphia 76ers, the city of brotherly love, where the great Dr. J, the late great Moses Malone, Maurice Cheeks and those guys, and 
the the great Allen Iverson, the great the great great Allen Iverson played. And the <sighs> same team that drafted greats like Andre Iguodala and killer right. snipers like Kyle Corver. Absolutely. Who's franchise? I respect the franchises, but because <clears throat> oh, they, they have... drafted Drew Holiday too. I forgot about that. They, they drafted Drew Holiday too. Yeah, they did. Because Drew Holiday always been in stuff. But yeah, man, I just think Philly just like the history of Philly. But I mean, it's just well, first of all, I'm gonna start with the coach, obviously, well, the former coach, uh, Doc Rivers. I mean, I, I mean, I don't think I'm breaking news by saying that them firing him was the wrong move because it was definitely the right move. Um, like, there's no way to have a team with Joel Embiid, James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, PJ Tucker, uh, um, J. Cole before the Dreads, as I call them, Tobias Harris, and all those other guys, man. Um, oh, he's like the NBA's project, J. Cole. The NFL has one in Keenan Allen. <laughs> bro, Keenan Allen, bro, even T.O. told uh, Keenan Allen that he was on T.O.'s podcast. And T.O. was like, bro, he was like, that's J. Cole's fit. And Keenan Allen was like, he said, bro, you look like J. Cole. Bro, I was dying laughing. That shit was so funny. <laughs> Shout out to Terrell Owens, man. <laughs> yeah, man. My favorite receiver ever, man. That's my dog right there, man. Be smacking on that goddamn popcorn, though. But T.O., you my dog, man. You my dog, T.O. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, my fellow December birthday brethren. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, man, uh, I just think Philly, man, they just, you know, them letting go of Doc Rivers, I think was a good thing. Because um, mm-hmm. Doc Rivers, I mean, Doc Rivers, very similar to what I said about, uh, what I said about uh, uh, Budenholzer earlier. You know, like him. I mean, yeah. If you coach Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ram, Rondo, Tony Allen, and all of them, I would hope he get a championship. <laughs> I mean, I would hope he get a championship. I don't, like you had a squad, especially that 2008 squad. Oh my goodness! Like I would hope he get a championship out of them. You know what I'm saying? Mm. But I, Doc Rivers. Mm. I just think Doc Rivers is overrated as a coach. I mean, I hate to say it because, like I said about. Um, Mark Jackson a little while ago. I always root for the brothers, especially in those head coaching positions. But I mean, outside of that 2008 season, I know, I know he went back to the finals in 2010. Doc Rivers coaching, but if he was the like as great as a coach as people say he is, then they beat the they should have beat the Lakers in 2010, in my opinion. You know what I'm saying? Not mm-hmm. They should team. have because they because he had the exact same team. Right, you know yeah, what I'm saying. Exact same team, and you can correct me if I'm wrong. Weren't they much healthier in 2010 than 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 they were in 08? The Celtics. Oh yeah, they definitely were. So, yeah, man, and and I think it was the same problem with the uh, you know, with the 76ers. Like, yeah, you have Joel Embiid; he won the MVP. Um, you had James Harden, but it's like, you know what I mean? Like, I, I think Philly. I didn't see Philly going far this year. Um, like, yeah, they beat the Brooklyn Nets in the first round. I mean, I don't think anybody was surprised by that. <clears throat> Although I did think, well, I thought that Brooklyn would have been more competitive, but I don't think, you know, anybody was surprised by that outcome. But, you know, Philly being three games and two with the quote-unquote MVP with the game six in their building, 
I mean, mm-hmm. they with, you know what I'm saying? Um, and then Joel Embiid had the nerve after they lost game seven, talking about, we got to play better. It has to be more than me and James. The team has to. I'm like, bro, y'all, like you and James didn't even lead the team in scoring in game seven. That was Tyrese Maxey. What are you talking about, bro? <laughs> Points game score nine or so or something crazy like like come on bro you need to play brother come bro that that bro that made me so mad and Philly is like isn't even my team I'm like bro the nerve of this motherfucker I was so mad dude but as far as the grade given the fact of Philly had all this hype and you know they had the MVP out they did underachieve so this would be my lowest grade that I've given out so far. I'm going to give Philly a D, man. A D. Yep. A D. Yeah, I give them a D, man, because they had the MVP. They were up 3-2 against the Celtics, had game six in Philly, and they went to bed, man. Game seven, I don't even think they tried in game seven. Jason Tatum, well, that's not to discredit Jason Tatum because Jason Tatum did go bonkers, but – no, man, I get Philly a D, bro. Like, there's no way you had that much expectation. And you have the MVP. And you have a, and you have a potential – well, not even potential. You have a closeout game on your home floor, and you do that? No, nah, bro. I, shit, I really low-key want to give them an F, but no, nah, I give them a D. Uh-huh. All right, I'm going to actually – you know what, man? I'm going to go one grade lower. Because oh, okay, okay. I'm gonna go one. I'm gonna go one half grade lower and give him a D minus. Here's why. Oh, I get it. You, I get it. You're you're in your MVP, but dog, MB, you fail to show up on both sides of the ball with an injured back. I know plenty of MVPs that got injured in the middle and will still play hard. Harder than you. Even LeBron will claim that he's injured and he'll still out- outplay you. Come on, Joel. Come on. This is one process that I'm definitely not trust or believing in. <laughs> I'm I'm dead ass, bro. That's one process I'm not trust or believing in, dude. I, I can't. Not after what I've seen. No. It's been just severely underwhelming. It's like they can't even they haven't been the same since that one year where they uh, went to Eastern Conference Finals and got dropped off by Kawhi in Game 7 because of a lucky shot. Yeah, I think that destroyed them mentally because that's that's a tough way to lose a series. That's a very, very lucky series. Mm-hmm. Very lucky shot. Because <laughs> that thing like must have bubbled around like 15, 11 times before it dropped in finally. And since then, it's like Joel doesn't truly believe in himself, and neither does uh, Doc Rivers, because Doc Rivers refuses to put the ball in his hands when the moments get big enough. Because, like, down the stretch, I'm like, I see him giving it to Maxie and giving it to James and them kicking it out to the Tobias. I'm like, why isn't Joel having the ball when he's supposed to be the best player on the team, man? Yeah, that's why I think, that's why I thought initially, I'm like, his ass is so out of Philly when the season is over. He is so out of there. And Glenn Big Baby Davis was right about him. He is the most overrated coach. 
And this is coming from a player that played for Doc Rivers, so that's saying a lot. That is saying a lot. Because he was on that stuff. He was on that surface team that I think went to the uh, 10 finals. I don't think he was in, the, in really in the league yet in 08. So yeah, he was on the 10 surface team. Yep. Uh, and then, um, I mean, shout out Tyrese Maxey. I mean, you know what I'm saying? He's one of the quickest, flashiest young players on the team. You know what I'm saying? That's one player I actually do like that's on that team. Other than that, man. And James James Harden doing his usual disappearing jobs. Like, this is nothing new to us. He was even disappearing when he was in his prime. Like, remember, he was a part of that Western Conference Finals Rockets team that missed 27 threes in a row. I still can't, but like, I'm still shook by. I'm like, how the hell do you miss 27 straight threes? Like, after, like, how I play, after I missed the second three, I'm like, damn, this. I'm like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? I got to get to the foul line. I got to go to the paint, get to the hole, or stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are y'all still shooting threes, bro? Exactly. Like, I'm just, I'm, I'm like, if I can't get it to fall, I'm just going to go. Because I'm pretty sure you're wired like I am on the play. Like, all I got to do is see the ball go in, like, Couple times. Once I see the ball going a couple times after I let it go, I'm gonna be money from everywhere else. Absolutely, absolutely. And, and, and that's the same thing that 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 a coach will tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like if your three point shot not falling, don't force it. You know, go to the line. You know, draw fouls. You know, take take easy shots. Don't try to settle for the three pointers because if your three point shot isn't falling, then you know what I'm saying. If you're gonna live by the three and die by the three, quote unquote. You're risking getting your ass on the bench or cut. <laughs> yep, facts. <laughs> facts, man. Okay. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sorry, I said this. I might, I might have to just throw that label on you now. They're that bad now. Like, they're that bad. Don't let the regular season success fool you. They're that bad. They are what the Dallas Cowboys are the NFL now. <laughs> Damn. Is it that bad, brother? <laughs> I think so. I think Damn. so. And what's worse so, is they haven't been that relevant since, you know what I'm saying, AI left. Yeah, because they haven't gotten back to the finals since AI been there. <laughs> and the last time they were close, they got their our hearts ate out. <laughs> Pause. Damn. You may be right. Yeah, village. And this is one process that I'm not trusting it. Yeah, the 76ers just may be the Dallas Cowboys of the NBA. Tell me. <laughs> I mean, they both got stars in their logos. They both have blue in their uniforms. They're both sorry as hell. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm sorry as Cowboys. <laughs> yeah. Sorry as Sixers. <laughs> Salute to my uncle. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, first round exiters. We got the Cavaliers. We got Brooklyn. We got Milwaukee. And uh, who's the last one? I'm trying to think. Who's the last one? We said Cavaliers. We said Brooklyn. We said Bucks. Who did? It was Memphis, right? No, Memphis is west. I'm th- I'm talking about east. Oh, oh Atlanta. The Atlanta. Yeah. And then west, Memphis, my wolves. Oh, um, 
Memphis, my Wolves. Uh, no, nah, the Blazers missed the playoffs. No, they didn't make it that far. Uh, the Clippers, the Clippers, your Clippers. Uh, who did? Who did? None of them. Denver beat. Uh, who? Uh, dang, who got the? I'm trying to remember who got. The, oh, the Kings. The Kings. Boom. So which team you want? So which team you want to start with first? Oh, man, I actually want to. Uh, <clears throat> I want to start with the Kings first. Surprisingly, well, I don't say surprisingly, believe it or not, I do want to start with the Kings first, man. Um, Go right ahead. I think the Kings. Um, they're a good young team, or they're a good up to coming young team. Um, you know, they're led by De'Aaron Fox. And, that, like, I know they have Sabonis and Malik Monk and all guys and Mike Brown is coaching them. But don't, don't forget about my man, my, my, one of my favorite sixth men, Davion Mitchell. Yeah, definitely can't forget him. And, you know, I just think the Kings, you know, just, I mean, you know, just like a young team, you know, with the, you know, they needed that experience. Um Although Game Seven was in Sacramento, if I remember correctly, yeah. Um, but <clears throat> to me, I mean, I think them having that experience will be good for them going forward. Um, I didn't really like the antics of Sabonis because I think that, you know, in my opinion, that yeah, Draymond, based off his reputation, you know, that's why he got suspended. But I mean, Sabonis wasn't innocent in that exchange with with uh, Draymond either. And Sabonis. Yeah, that was definitely a sell job by Sabonis. It definitely was. You know what I mean? Um, so they were, you know, a very high seed for a majority part of the season, a top three seed. I know they finished third, but, you know, they were, you know, for a while, they were the second seed, if I remember correctly. Then they kind of went through a little slump mm-hmm. and Memphis took the – or took yeah. the um, – took the spot, I'm sorry. But – um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, I do think that, you know, and with Mike Brown coaching them, like um, like I said, he has that Golden State, you know, that Golden State DNA, so to say. You know what I'm saying? Um, but with all that being said, I'll give the Kings. What I want to give the Kings. I'll give the Kings a B minus, C plus. I I I gotta give them that. It, like I'm not gonna give them an A because I mean they they were uh, first round exit with home court, um, and it did look like that they had to go to stay on the ropes, quote unquote. But that's when they, but that's when the experience of Golden State and the coaching, you know, went to uh winning Golden State. So yeah, I, so yeah, I get the Kings like a B minus, C plus somewhere in there. I think I'm gonna go a, a few steps higher than you because okay. Okay. I didn't expect them to like not only make it into the playoffs, but like I mean they were a first round exit, but they lost with grace and they lost with dignity. You know what I'm saying? And on top of that, you know, they held down a high seed in the in the West for a good period of time. You know what I'm saying? Because anything above four is a high seat. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, 
they held it down for a very, very long time. And I did not expect them to, you know, hold on for that long. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know, look at the players that they got around them. You got Trey Lyles, Harrison Barnes, and you already said De'Aaron Sabonis, Davion Mitchell, um, Alex Lynn. You know what I'm saying? I used to – actually, Alex Lynn used to be – one of my go-tos when I used to use the uh, 2013-14 Phoenix Suns on NBA 2K14, you know, the one with Gerald Green. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, I remember. He used to be off the bench. I used to have Alex Lynn come off the bench and just get every rebound and get every putback with him. <laughs> so, yeah, man, they um, they have a nice little roster. I'm proud of them. And they definitely see the manifestations. The only thing getting in the way is, you know, youth and inexperience, but they're very talented. And I feel like, you know, the more they'll get in the playoffs, the more they'll eventually catch up to teams like Golden State, teams like Memphis, teams like Denver, if they just are consistent enough. You know, and it's not bad for not bad showing for a team that made it into the playoffs for the first time over two decades. Two. This season has made Peja Stojakovic proud because a Serbian won finals MVP and Peja is Serbian and the Kings got in the playoffs for the first time in decades. Yeah, because I was going to say, like, wasn't the Chris Webber Kings the last time that the Kings were in the playoffs? Uh, We have a winner. Bingo. Damn. Yeah, so it has been a minute. Yeah, two decades, man. Two decades of pure misery. And um, I like the little ritual of every time they win a playoff game at home to light the beams. I like that. That's that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, I do like that too. Yeah, that's that's that, that that's that's uber cool, man. Shout out, shout out to the Sacramento Kings, man. Y'all did good. Um, let's see, what's some marquee free agents that y'all can? Uh, let's see. Oh, Harrison Barnes is a uh, unrestricted free agent. I think I think they should re-sign him if they're gonna keep everyone together. You know what I'm saying? Or, shoot, Harrison Barnes could go back to Golden State for one more one. Nah, I'm just messing. I'm just messing. <laughs> that would be funny. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, I could die. I wouldn't do that. That's good. And then uh, Alex Lynn and Terrence Davis are free agents. You know what I'm saying? So that's a lot of money to think about. Anyway, uh, so who do you, uh, do you if we're going to stay West, then uh, who we picking? Um, <clears throat> we can talk about your Timberwolves next. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the, I'm twiddling my yeah. heartstrings right now, man. Twiddling you know, to make it fair, when we done, we can talk about my summer ass clippers next. To make it fair. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I got the perfect music for this. Hold on. Sorry, it was it was calling my name, great brother. It was calling my name. I I just had to, bro. I just had to. It's just been it's just been it's just been daunting on me that we're always the organization 
where careers are semi-made, and then they grow up, and then they go to other teams and win championships. It's happened to Kevin Garnett. It's happened to Kevin Love, but they can never do it with the organization that brought them in the game. Andrew Wiggins, too. <sighs> it never fails to disappoint me. It never fails. <sighs> I mean, we were AC last year. So it, it, it kind of... No, no, no. We were a seventh seed last year at AC this year, so we went down technically. Well, all because we lost a stupid playing game. But the Lakers played like they were on a freaking mission. That was hilarious. <laughs> oh, I think you went out again, great brother. You liked the, my sad music? Yeah, that was, yeah, hilarious. That was hilarious. Yeah, that you had probably you, you probably know where I got that from too. I do. <laughs> anyway, uh, where was I? So my biggest problem with Timberwolves is, you know. The D'Angelo Russell trade I wasn't too mad about. I kind of wish Mike Conley wasn't so damn old. <laughs> yeah, how old is Mike Conley? Because he, because he's up there, right? He's in his like what late thirties. Thirty five. Thirty five. Okay. Yeah, I think he'll be thirty six in July. Let me see. I think it's funny how I pronounce that like, that month like that, July. <laughs> anyway, uh, Mike Conley. I want to say, if not that, then probably October. Let's see. Yep, October. I was right. He looked like he born in July, though, but October. Um, but yeah, I'm not mad about the Mike contract. What I am mad about, though, is how we, uh, before the season, traded away some of our roster depth to, you know what I'm saying, try to make splashes, but it didn't really amount to nothing because most of our productive lineups on defense contained Jared Vanderbilt in the lineup. I don't get why we traded away Vanderbilt. Trading away Malik Beasley, yeah, I can see that because you can get spot-up shooters anywhere that can get cut. You know what I'm saying? But trading away good defenders like Vando, I'm like, nah. Pat Beverly, too, but then again, I'm not sure if Pat Beverly even wanted to be a Timberwolf. But, you know, it showed. It showed. And then Cat being out for more than three quarters of the year because of a stupid freaking calf sprain. But I don't even think he he was hurt that bad to be out that long. I think he was just bullshitting, to be honest. Like, can't you you can't come away from no calf sprain like that, you know what I'm saying, and be like on a bench for months. I'm sh- I'm like, sh- then again, it might be harder for him because he's a whole foot taller than me. And the taller you are, the more light on your extremities you have to be, I guess, but... <sighs> you know what they say, man. You know, like, big men, when they have, like, those lower extremity injuries, like calves and foot and ankle, you know what I mean? They, you know, they are tough to come back from. That's why I kind of want to give them the benefit of the doubt there. That's why I kind of want to do that. But, yeah. Uh... And then... Rudy Gobert, man. Some nights it's a shit. Most nights it's a shit show. Some nights 
he does what he's supposed to do, which is rebound and defend. Uh, he do not need to be shooting or trying to score that much unless it's a putback or it's a lob. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's true. That's true. So uh, with that, man, I mean, you fell four games and one to the eventual champion. So one thing I can give, uh, one thing I am excited for. Oh, another problem I have with Timberwolves. Chris Finch's coaching style. I am not a fan of it. Like you, you let teams go on consistent runs and don't call no timeouts and make no adjustments. You hardly make any, you know, saying gradual adjustments and you know your coaching is so bad this team could have a 20 point lead 17 15 point lead you know even 25 point leads and they'll still find a way these guys will still find a way on offense to lose their consistency and let the other team catch up they still will do it it happened against the playing game against the lakers we were up by like 20 something points we were supposed to have the number seven seed man now look what happened Shoot, we were up on Denver. We were up against Denver some of those games. Against Denver. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. couldn't close it out. That's why I said we didn't lose by giving away D'Lo. It's just that Mike Conley is too damn old. <laughs> yeah, he definitely is up there, man. Like, old, old, but at the same time, you know, for a point guard especially, yeah, he definitely is up there. In today's NBA, yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, he's definitely up there. I'll give him credit for keeping us in games when Ant-Man was bricking and Cat couldn't do shit because he keeps getting fouled out. Yeah, and that's another thing, too. He flops and gets fouled out all the time. That's another thing I don't like about Cat. So, uh, one thing I am decided for is how good will Anthony Edwards' ceiling be and how much is that going to propel us to winning seasons? You know what I'm saying? And consistent playoff appearances by him. And because it looks like, you know, the reality might end up being we may just trade Cat because we did resign Nas Reed today. And I'm happy for that. You know what I'm saying? Because even though Nas Reed was not in the playoffs because he broke his wrist and J Mac didn't make it because he broke his hand, um, those are two marquee players that we're going to need. You know what I'm saying? Especially on both ends of our offense and defense. You know what I'm saying? To help us be in the running with those bulls in the West. So, with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and give – I'm going to give the Minnesota Timberwolves – I mean, we got one game. We got one. We got one game off the defending chance. And that, that, that is warranted something. I'm going to give the Timberwolves a C-. minus. Okay. Yeah, I think that's pretty objective. Um, you know, and I'm in that same boat as with the letter grading, um, you know, for, for similar reasons. And I wasn't too high on the uh, Rudy Gobert position, to be honest with you, just for the simple fact that I didn't see how him and Kent being in the front court would mesh well together, you know what I'm saying? Um, Me neither. That's not, like, that's not to take anything away from Rudy, but, I mean, he's not – I mean, yeah, he can block shots, but at the same time, it's like, well, when it comes to the offense and when the game slows down like it does in the playoffs, you know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, he's going to be basically 
well, uh, not even basically. I mean, Rudy Bear's going to be clogging up the lane, and he doesn't have an offensive repertoire to, you know, he doesn't have a post game. He doesn't have a go-to move and things like that. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, I think Cat's problem is Cat puts up stats bars, and I like Cat, but it's like sometimes, like, Cat really doesn't know if he wants to be a behind the line or outside of the paint big or if he wants to be inside the paint big. You know oh, my God. That's the most irritating part about him. I'm like, you, we already know you want to be a guard, dude. <laughs> I think that's, that's what a lot of these quote-unquote big men today well, outside of like Jokic and, you know, guys like that want to be like, they want to be guards and things like that. You know what I'm saying? But I just think if Cat embraces like can we know you can shoot but that shouldn't be if your three-point shot isn't falling that shouldn't be it you know what i'm saying given the fact of we've seen you ball out before cat you know what i'm saying so i mean we like we know you can hoop i mean you don't i mean you don't get mentored by kevin garnett not being able to hoop you know what i'm saying but at the same time you know i, I think if cat really finds out his identity as a player, because how many years has Cat been in the league? Cat's been in the league since, I think, 2015, 16? 15, 16. Okay, so that's probably about eight years, seven, eight years or so. Yeah, let me see. What year did he get drafted? Yep, 2015, first round, first pick. Yep. So he's number one pig less than ten years ago. So he's at that point of his career, like we like he should know who he is as a player. You know, especially, you know, with a young rising, you know, star like Anthony Edwards on, on like on the same team. You know, you like you can't have those identity issues like he has because like you said, I mean, it, it like it could be another potential Kobe Kobe and Shaq situation, you know what I'm saying? Where organization sides with the younger player with the higher with the higher ceiling so to say and they choose to you know side with Anthony Edwards and you know they trade or you know cut cattle whatever the case may be you know what I'm saying but as far as the letter grading it's like yeah I get y'all the same letter grading like y'all like y'all did get a game off the off the eventual champs and you know that's not to be you know slept on because one team, cough, cough, the Lakers didn't even get a game. So, you know, the fact that y'all were able to get one off of them. I mean, and they, given the fact that we were a lower seed than the Lakers, given that fact, too. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. So, yeah. I, so, yeah, I, I give y'all a C minus plus something. Yeah. Like, this season has had, you know, saying like literally, any any Minnesota team is like mediocre most days. <laughs> Just be honest. <laughs> most days we're mediocre. Some days we play like we want to play, and other days we play like hot garbage. But most days we are in the middle. <laughs> anyway, uh, we gonna move on to your Clippers next. I'm gonna reload the sad music again. Oh man, I'm shit. I'm about to have a Stephen A. moment. Mm-hmm. 
I've watched this blower criminally not once, not once. <laughs> oh, oh, you're cutting, you're cutting, you're cutting. To go to the school to be able to advance to the college. You're cutting. All right, you're good, you're good. Still good? Okay, wait a minute. Now we got to find a solid blow through and leave. Not once, but twice. Especially against the Nuggets, man, that hurt my heart. Man, that hurt. That one, I would say the Nuggets one hurt more just for the simple fact of, you know, it was supposed to be us and the Lakers in the conference finals, especially that year because that was the year COVID passed and, you know what I'm saying? So it was, so, so it was supposed to be us and the, and the Lakers of battle for supremacy for the quote-unquote Los Angeles, you know what I'm saying? Even though the Lakers are the better franchise, I mean, they do have Obviously. Voice. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, then Kawhi having all these little fake-ass commercials like Kawhi Town and all this shit. But, <laughs> I mean, we <laughs> had <laughs> I had to give him his laugh. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, man, I just think, I mean, we – I mean, we, we were competitive, but – I mean, you don't give out the kind of money and give away the future like Steve Ballmer and the Clippers did just to be competitive, you know what I'm saying? Um, right, right. And you don't have your cap space, too, because they have put their cap space doing all of this. Exactly. They fucked up the cap space, and they, they gave up a lot for Paul. Like, they gave up a lot for them. Um so, yeah, man, I just think that, you know, just like that series when we played the Suns, um, Kawhi was balling out the first two games and he got hurt. And that was that, man. Um, I know Westbrook, you know, kind of turned back the clock and put up good numbers and found himself a home, you know, so to say. But although Ty Lue is a good coach, I just think, I mean, objectively speaking, man, <clears throat> I mean, I just think it's time for one or both of Kawhi Leonard and Paul George to go. Um, you know, I've been seeing reports that the Clippers are are unhappy with the, uh, you know, with the Kawhi and Paul George tandem, and rightfully so. Like I said, they gave up so much; they put themselves in cap space hell and gave up their future just for the same results. You know, we only went, you know, what I'm saying, to a conference finals once. You know what I mean? And the only reason – well, I ain't going to say the only reason, but we went to that one. We didn't even have our best player. Kawhi wasn't even available. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, man, uh, with that being said, we lost to Phoenix in five games. Yeah, our role players stepped up, like Terrence Mann and players like that. But, I mean – like I say, man, you don't give up money like that just to be competitive in the first round, you know what I mean? And we did, bro. Right. So, I hate to say it, man. I give us a D, man, to be honest with you. <laughs> wow. I mean, I got to be real, man. You know, like, you don't have – like, you don't give up that much for, you know, one, one conference finals appearance in what, four years. No, you don't. You really so, don't. I mean, I could low-key, if I'm being completely real with you, man, I could give them enough. You know what I mean? But people can say, or somebody may say, oh, George, how could you give them enough? Well, the 
it's the same old song and dance, you know what I mean? If it's not Kawhi, it's Paul George. If it's not Paul George, it's Kawhi. Or if it's not one or the other, it's both of them in this case. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I give us a D, man. I hate to say it, but I give us a D. I'm going to agree with you on that. I give them a D as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they, it's like since the post Live City, they've continued to underperform, even with star talent. You know what I'm saying? In my opinion, if you're going to keep one of those guys, PG or Kawhi, I would probably like, I would, uh, I would probably keep PG because PG actually averages way more in his stats when Kawhi's not on the court with him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And PG so, is more if that's saying much uh, Kawhi or PG is what now? Yeah, I was saying that PG has been more available than Kawhi has. I know that's probably not saying much, but right. You know. And given that, and then that's that's kind of that's kind of a shame because PG is like a whole year older than Kawhi, and he's able to stay more healthy. <laughs> right, and he's had a very significant injury. You know, a career injury, a career injury himself. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we all remember when he broke his leg during that Team USA showing. Never forget that, man. Not to make it funny, but I was watching that game with my uncle, who's a Lakers fan. Like when I say my uncle is a Lakers fan, like he goes back to like the mid to late seventies, like before they got Magic type of Lakers fan. Mm-hmm. So we, he probably know who Elgin Baylor is. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! So, um, man, we're all watching the game, and we just so happened to both look up and we saw it. And my uncle was like, oh, shit, damn, man, did you see that? I said, oh, why are you saying it like that, man? This ain't funny. He said, oh, he, then, and um, then my uncle was like, no, like, no, for real, nephew, like, damn, goddamn, nephew, oh, shit, nephew, oh, look, look, look. <laughs> like, he was trying to be funny. That's just how my uncle is, man. He was like, God damn, nigga, look. Oh, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this man just broke his leg. He, tried to be, he, he was like, God damn, nigga, look at the teeth. I said, Oh, nephew, nephew. <laughs> <laughs> man, bro, I was rolling. I said, Man, my favorite player just got hurt really hard. He said, man, I know this boy nephew, but goddamn nephew, goddamn. <laughs> <laughs> Rain dance, Paul Pierce. Sorry. 2015 first round playoff highlights when it was Washington versus Toronto. Anyway. Um, yeah, your uncle, man, he halfway not shit for that. <laughs> Ball for so much, man. Like, I think he knew what he was doing, but Hell no, man. I'm so missed. But yeah, um, but yeah, they if they're gonna blow up their team, man, and like keep one person, maybe just maybe just keep PG. And uh, then I don't know, maybe Kawhi should, maybe Kawhi should reconsider retirement at this point because like he keeps getting hurt. I love Kawhi, I love me some Claw because you know he got he's a, he's the ultimate two way player, in my opinion, in the NBA right now. Absolutely. Skill set wise, that is skill set wise, not availability wise. Absolutely. But um, his value is still very high, so you can get something of value for him, even if it's just first round draft picks. You can still get that. So, and I think that's what the Clippers should shoot for at this point, because I'm not sure if anybody's willing to sign over there. That's marquee. 
except for Russell Westbrook, who's going to apparently, I think he's going to resign over there. I mean, Just to spite LeBron. <laughs> I mean, Westbrook actually, you know, he has pulled out. Um, I mean, yeah, it's Westbrook. I mean, nobody's to be uh, Johnson or nothing like that. But I mean, given the circumstances, I mean, Westbrook did pretty good. I mean, I, I mean, I've always, I mean, yeah, he's um, high usage rate, high turnovers, but you know, I mean, I, I mean, I do think whether Lou he turnovers did not be as reckless. Right. Um, he needs to learn how to slow down still. Right, because Westbrook, he like a like a bull in a china shop. He like a Tasmanian devil. Slow down, Westbrook. I don't, you know, I was funny. I was funny because the Nulatoon character I was going to give him was Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> Man, like Westbrook. Like he's one of the like, smallest dudes on the court, but that little dude is quick. Like Westbrook, playing style is like Shannon Sharp trying to say game plan. Right. <laughs> You know that ain't gonna work, but yeah. Uh, the glank, the glank, mm-hmm. the glank, the glank, glank. Anyway, let me stop. Um, we said wolves. We said clips. We said uh, we said kings. The only team left. Oh Good. shit! Them goddamn grizzlies. Oh, I blame Memphis for Trump coming out the closet, man. You blame Memphis for what? Shannon Sharp coming in the closet. Because I don't know if you saw that comment that Shannon Sharp posted on the after uh after the beat the Grizzlies, man, Shannon mm-hmm. Sharp was commenting and he had commented under LeBron's photo because LeBron was like, if you see me in a fight with the Grizzly Bear, help the Grizzly Bear or some shit like that. Right, and, right. And Shannon Sharp was like, I'm a pole honey or you go. I said, Hold hold the fuck up. <laughs> Whoa, what? Hey yo, Shannon, was your mind telling you no or was your body telling you yes to post that? <laughs> it was dude, Shannon to man, Shannon to man, Shannon went to LA and got turned out. I said, oh Shannon. Lost and turned out. Shit, Shannon said it was raining men. Hallelujah. I said, God damn, Shannon, what you got going on, Shay Shay? That's why they call mm-hmm. you Shay. Boy, that's right. I said you. Po- I, I mean, Shannon what? is both a guy and a girl's name, right? I'm like, shit. Then Kendrick Perkins actually poured honey on the picture of Dylan Brooks. I'm like, what do these dudes got going on, bro? Come on, KP. You you look you look like you one of the most roughest stuff is doing. You doing all that, man? You look sweet doing shit, all that, of that. You look sweet. That that day he was pouring uh, honey on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, <laughs> you're doing your comedic act. <laughs> um, I'm trying not to, but <laughs> freaking uh, Memphis, freaking Memphis. I'm finding the West Grizzlies. Let me tell you something. Let me tell y'all something. You deserved every amount, every piece of that humble pie. LeBron, the Lakers, and the rest of his sexual fan base throw at threw at you. Y'all deserve y'all deserve every bit of that. And Ja can't put the gun down. That's why your wrist was broke. 
Shoot, his wrist might have got broke from something else, but we're not gonna talk about that. Damn. Um, Dylan, I hate this dude. I, I hate. I, 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 he's he's in one of my most hated men list because you know I got a most hated female list, and that's full of celebrities. Dylan crawled his way into most hated men list. Dog, I hope somebody picks you up in free agency because dude. Memphis came out and said they're not gonna resign you after that bullshit you put off. You look just as stupid as Eagles linebacker Zach Brown when they when he came out and said that Kirk Cousins was the weakest part of the Vikings offense. And what did Kirk Cousins do in response to that, huh? What'd he do that? What'd he do? Drop over three hundred passing yards, three hundred plus passing yards, three T three TDs, including two big ones to Stephon Diggs on deep routes. Deep routes and no, no picks. Ball thirty ball y'all ass. Beat y'all thirty three for like seventeen. Thirty ball y'all ass. And then you got on the dog on podium and said, "Oh, we ain't gonna talk about that coming." I mean, of course, because you got humble. Live with it. Stop being a bitch and act like a man, and and, and back up what you fucking say. Same goes for you, Ja. You said you was fine in the West. You was fine in the West. You'd be a champion instead of Denver right now. Come on, man. If you was fine in the West, if you was really fine in the West, you wouldn't have to go to a strip club to get females. You could go anywhere for females, man. If you was fine in the West, yeah, I'm going there. I'm going there. Damn. If you was fine in the West, J3. That's why I call Jaron Jackson Jr. because they call him Triple J. I call him J3. J3. Defensive player of the year. Why? Where was that at versus Anthony? Oh, wait. I forget. Just like Cat, you get fouled out of games a lot, too. That's what I can't stand about you. Yes, sorry. Nickelback listening. Hot Cheeto Dread having a without the freaking, uh, freaking looking like you related to Bo King Jackson and D.O. Hughley. Tall a bit. Anyway. And then de- the only prayer I respect on the Grizzlies is that is that is that is that is that square word head light skin Desmond Bain. He got a nose like square word too. So Desmond Bain. You came up when you needed to. And it ain't your fault because your teammates couldn't help you when you were getting froze. So for that man, and y'all only managed to get. They only won. How many games did they win against the Lakers? One. I won two, I think, because I think the Lakers beat them in six, if I remember correctly. Oh, okay. I remember they lost one of them at home too. So, like, so you didn't protect home court. Y'all weren't consistent. You could blame jaw injuries. You can blame Stephen. I got a samurai haircut. Adams injuries. You can blame Brandon Cart being injured, but y'all backup big man Charles Tillman. 30 ball the Lakers and you know gave y'all a win at home. Y'all failed to protect home court during the first four games. And then I don't know what the hell the coach was thinking. You know, I don't know what the hell the coach had going through his mind. Thinking the same shit was gonna freaking work. It wasn't gonna work. The Lakers are a team where if they smell blood in the water and they know to have the advantage, they will take advantage and stomp you, stomp you out. And that's exactly what happened to the Grizzlies for that, man. And dog, I had y'all going to the doggone 
judge, judging from last year, I had y'all actually improving and getting past the second round. And y'all failed to meet that expectation. I will give y'all some credit for climbing back up from uh, fourth and third place to second place. I'll give y'all credit for that. But the fact that y'all letting off, the, y'all cause off the field controversy, talk shit and can't back it up. For that, man, uh, I'm going to sound so biased when I do this. I'm going to sound so damn biased, but I don't care. I'm giving the Grizzlies a deep. So you're giving them a deep? Deep. You said B or D? D, as oh, in dog. D. Oh, D as in dog. Okay, okay, okay. D as in dog. Honestly, man, I'm um, I'm in that same boat with you. I go as far as. Wow, you agree? <laughs> Should I take it a step further than that? I give them a failing grade. I give them a full F. Uh, uh, F. <laughs> tell you what, man. Like, I think the. Problem. Then I remember I made this comment on a, I think it was like an NBA page on Instagram or something like that. Um, I commented, I'm like, one of the Grizzlies' problems is like they don't have that veteran presence. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have that quote unquote, oh, like, okay, like they don't have that Udonis Haslam in their locker room. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have that. Like John Moran is their best player. He's what, 23, 24? And I didn't yeah, know. I'm. Yeah, he's uh, he will be 24 come August, I think. So, because I'm a, I'm four months older than him. And I didn't even know Stephen Adams was as young as he is. I think Stephen Adams is under 30 or like right at 30 or something like that. You know? Yeah, he's like I want to say he's 28, 27. Yeah, so it's like you know, like they have a very, very young team. <clears throat> And, you know, like you said, man, like judging off of last year, a lot of people had Memphis going past the second, you know, going to the second round or going possibly to the conference finals, you know, who they messed up with, um, you know, and the off the field, oh, I'm, I mean, off the court uh, issues with money bag, jaw and injuries and stuff like that. And in the Dylan Brooks antics and stuff like that. I Dylan, I want to chew bricks, Brooks. I mean, me personally, I can see, believe it or not, call me crazy, I think somebody will pick Dylan Brooks up. I don't know who, but I think somebody will, man. I'm not saying he'll go to uh... – honestly, I can see – I wouldn't. Him. Not with that stroke. <laughs> hey, man, I just think, you know, maybe some team will look at it like, well, maybe you need a change of scenery and maybe you need, you know – A saying? fresh start. Right. Maybe you can, you know – you know, just like how a player is during his contract year, you know what I'm saying? Like a player in the contract year, that's the best version of that player. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so yeah, man, I, I mean I definitely can see a contending team picking Dylan Brooks up. I won't be surprised not one bit. Um but yeah, man, I I, I mean I think the Grizzlies did underachieve last year because you know they lost in the first round. I mean it's not I mean yeah they lost in six games, but it's like Bro, like y'all were not supposed to lose, especially to the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? No. That's not, like that's not to take away from the Lakers, but the Lakers, especially how they started off, at, like in the beginning of the season, they were like two and ten or or something crazy like that. 
You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, they were. And they had to go through the play-in tournament just to get to y'all. So y'all lost to a play-in team. Basically. Uh, yeah, man, I get it really. Um, you know, and like you said, man, all the antics they were doing in the playoffs. Um, well, I'm fine in the West. Get out of here. Um, I'm know, sorry, like, I still can't get over that he said that. I'm sorry, that's memeable. Hey, but hey, yeah, that definitely is memeable. I definitely do agree. But I just think, you know, the Grizzlies, man, they remind me, the Grizzlies are low-key or like a reflection of this era that we're in. And what I mean by that, this social media era where a lot of people like to talk it, but they're not really about it. You know what I'm saying? Like, they talk it before it actually happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't mind trash talk. I don't mind shit talking. That's a part of the game. You know what I'm saying? But when you talk shit, when you talk noise, when you say stuff like you're finding the rest or you poke bears, you don't respect mm-hmm. them. They give you 40. Then LeBron, the next game, give you 20 points, 20 rebounds. And then in the Olympics, and you get blown out by 40. Right. Shoot, I mean, shoot, talking about they find the West, man. I bet, shoot, if he really find the West and walk through L.A. wearing purple, then. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's true. If you don't get shot up or asked what set you belong to, man, you you really find in the West then. That's the only way I can see the Grizzlies being fine in the West. Yeah. Like you said, man, like they deserved everything that the Lakers gave them. Pause, you know what I'm saying? Like all the hunting porn from Shannon Sharp and all that stuff, Memphis did deserve it, man. Mm-hmm. Damn. All the honey porn. <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, so we covered everybody in the West. So let's go eastbound. Uh, do we want to start with Atlanta, Brooklyn? Um, Atlanta, Brooklyn, uh, who else lost first round? I think it was I think it was the Bucks lost in the first round too. And um Yeah. And then uh, who was the last team? The Cavaliers. Boom. The Cavaliers. I wanna start with the Bucks first, man, because that was very disappointing. Um you know, I mean I, yeah, the Bucks did um get rid of uh boot and hoser. I almost call him Budweiser. Um, they 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 did keep really big, <laughs> but um, now nah, we're not gonna use that unless they start paying us sponsorship uh, royalties. <laughs> say it again. I'm like, hey, I say y'all name if y'all uh, you know slide your boy a check every month. But, All right, um, we need that. We need them royalty monies, buddy. <laughs> shit, these bills gotta get paid when all the fans ain't popping. Shit, some guy. Oh my bad, I won't post that. But yeah, man. <laughs> Yeah, I just think, you know, the Bucks. Um, I forgot Paul Gasol used to be on the Bulls. Sorry, I'm watching old highlights. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, that's right. He was. I forgot about that, too. <laughs> There's a nice starting five they had, too. Aaron Brooks, Jimmy Buckus, uh, Joe Kim Noah, Mike Dunleavy, and Paul Gasol. That's a nice starting five the Bulls had this year in the playoffs. <laughs> and, um, yeah, man, but with the Bucks. I just think <clears throat> their problem is like they don't actually run a real system. I think the Bucks are more of like a fast break team more than anything. Um, yeah, they're they're more of like a they're like a rushdown character in a fighting game. Like, uh, you know, if you ever played Marvel vs. Capcom and used Wolverine before? Yeah, I have. 
Yeah, the Bucks are like Wolverine. They'll rush you down and just try to combo you up. You know what I'm saying? But that only works against teams with not very good defenses. You know what I'm saying? And that <clears throat> that proverbial wall, you know, to stop Giannis was built by the Toronto Raptors. You know what I'm saying? And if you had exactly. a person, had a personnel like like the Raptors had, I mean, that wall would be effective. Now anybody can build a wall, but I mean, the Raptors they did have the uh, you know the personnel, so that's why they were able to be no Donald Trump necessary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, man, I just think the book's problems. Um, you know, Giannis has to get back in the lab, and actually nobody's hands has to turn to Steph Curry. He have to, you know, be a yeah, better – He's got to get that – he got to get a 15-foot uh, shot, you know what I'm saying? Because I don't want – if he's a big dude, I don't want my big dude shooting from more than 15 feet out. Absolutely. And he did, and I'm going to keep saying this. I know fans don't like the fact that I say this, but – yeah, I mean, it's the truth. Be honest, they missed 13 free throws and they can be a foul. You know what I'm saying? If your best players send 13 free throws, we can blame them on injuries all we want. You know what I'm saying? But injuries don't have to do with 13 missed free throws. Say that again, bro. Because, like, dude, if you're not going to make your free shot, like, they're literally free shots unguarded. If you can't make those, man. Your your work on the other parts of the game is not going to pay no dividends, really. Absolutely, you know because they're you know, still missed shots at the end of the day, missed points. Like thirteen, bro. Like, do you not know? Even if you make half of those, I mean, that's yeah, that's like that's like seven points, damn near. Right. Yeah, you missed like I, I I still like that was very alarming. I'm like, damn, you missed 13 free throws. Like if we're a casual and you the uh, numbers, like he had whatever he had. I think he had a triple double that game. Or something. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You did. I mean, even still, it's like you know, bro, you missed 13 free throws. That's I, I mean, I can't get over it. You know what I'm saying? And you know what's crazy, bro? I think I think I think I know what other teams are going to start doing in order to stop Giannis now. Not only just build a wall, but I think they might enforce a hacker Giannis strategy. <laughs> that, hey, low-key, they should. They should, man. Like, until Giannis develops that consistent 15-foot jumper like we're talking about. Yeah, man. Right. He needs to stay off the three-point line, man. I'm like, I'd be seeing Giannis trying to spot up. I'm like, why are you spotting up from way out there? You should be you should be near the paint shooting jump shots. If you're going to jump shoot, you know what I'm saying? Because basketball, you know, shooting is a part of fundamentals. I'm not going to deny nobody to shoot, but, you know what I'm saying, if that's not – if if 30 change, then I'm not, I'm not giving you the ball from that far unless you plan to go to the basket from there. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, uh – yeah, they also had an injury riddle season too, because I know Drew missed some time, and Chris Middleton always some were getting hurt, and Brooke Lopez missed some time too. Like the back, I'm look, man. I gotta say this. I'm not trying to be funny, but Chris Middleton, the back of his head look, look like looks like somebody thumb. Like the back of his head looks like that Kanye album. I'm sorry, that yeah. for real, like the back of his head look like a thumb, bro. <laughs> 
and the front of his head looked like uh Bugsy from uh freaking um bedtime stories. Oh damn. <laughs> That's what I call him. I call him Bugsy. I call him Bugsy Moogs. <laughs> I'm gonna call him Thon Middleton. That's what I'm gonna start calling. <laughs> Thon Middleton. Because <laughs> of Thon Maker. <laughs> I, I remember Thon Maker. <laughs> Man, I used to I I draft I had him first on my, my team. Like he was one of the first players I, I, I had on my, my team. I used to make a splash with Thon. Anyway. Um so so uh what grade are we giving Milwaukee for their great season securing a number one seed, but a huge meltdown versus the lower seeded Miami Heat? Like you said, man, a lot of people, including myself, I was I mean, I have no problem with this, man, time to time again. Well, not time to time again, but going into the playoffs, especially with the acquisition of Jay Crowder, I was like, man, this is a championship team right here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I really thought they were going to go to the finals. Again. Then not only did they lose, they lost in the first round. Got gentlemen swept. You know what I'm saying? One game, two games. But they got gentlemen swept, so. I mean, I gotta give them. I mean, give them the fact they they had the best record in the league. You know what I'm saying? Not like not only in the East, like East, but the league in general, they had the best record. <clears throat> so I gotta give them an F, man. Like real talk, an F. I have to, man. You know, like they were the They had high expectations. Giannis was playing out of his mind as usual. And like with the acquisition of Jay Crowder, that was one of my favorite moves of, of like like of all the moves. Yeah, that was a steal getting him, Jay Crowder. And even though they didn't use him, I'm still gonna mention him. Goran Dragic. Right. They did not use him. They should have used him, but they didn't want him. But I'm like he could still play at a decent level if you just give him time. Like you saw what he could do when he was with Miami. Yeah, that's true because he was with the Heat before he got hurt. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, as much as it pains me to do this, because I like Giannis as a person. I'm going to have to agree with you and give him that solid F grade, man. Like You can't be a number one seed and just fail to show up like that. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then, then Coach Bud, not doing no adjustments, made everything worse. Right. And then Giannis trying to – I mean, I get what Giannis was trying to say in his post-game interview. You know, he was talking like, oh, the season wasn't a failure and stuff. Like that. That's a failure to me. You were – you won a championship two years ago. Right. And you were you were already what a two time MVP. You won MVP and defense player of the year in the same season. You know what I'm saying? Won finals MVP. Something like that. So I mean, hey man. You I mean you failed, bro. I mean, I'm not saying it's the end all be all to your career, but you came up short this year. I mean, you had championship aspirations, and like I said, a lot of people, including myself, thought, thought the job was going to win it all. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it definitely would have been good to see uh, 
Bucks versus Nuggets finals. Now, that would have been very good to see. Yeah, I can't, can't disagree with you there, man. That would have been a nice final to see what, what the Nuggets would have an answer for for Giannis. That would have been great to see. Absolutely. Furthermore, it'd be like, because Miami is a big market, so it'd be like another small market finals like we had two years ago, too. Yeah, it really would. But I do think, you know, to your you know, like you said, if, like, if it would have been the Bucks and Nuggets, it would have been a small market final. Given the fact that the NBA is warmer, these are two of the premier players in the NBA on good teams. I mean, I still think the ratings would have been pretty good, in my opinion. Same here. Uh, I hope that this is not coming through the microphone. Oh, uh, me blowing the bathroom up at it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not a. No, no. Trust me. It's only I'm only making water. Okay, I'm only making water. Man, you blowing about hey, bro, bro. Hey, man, if you got you remember go, off of hey, you remember off of uh, are we there yet? When he was like, oh God, Nick, he's gonna I remember that satchel pace ball. He was like, oh God, Nick, he gonna make his water in your car. <laughs> and then <laughs> Ice Cube was like, no, he ain't. <laughs> Man, I ain't seen that movie so long, but I do remember that part though. <laughs> but yeah, man. So we both in the greens. We well, we both gave the ducks in this. I think you went out again, but shooky ducky quite quite. Yeah, I think you went out again, brother. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, um, yeah, the 